Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst The trailer booking at Billy Bones A Paolo Gagano West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season 10. It is episode 24, and you've already heard dulcet tones of Grandpa Bucci. Uh, good evening, John. Oh, Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my loft talking to you and the rest What's of the like team. What's it like to be a grandpa? Is, still, is the novelty worn off? or uh, well, You can't see her, can you? There's not much of a novelty apart from the initial glee, but apart from that, no, we haven't, we've had, I think we've had one meeting, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. Still looking forward to the time when we can share some time. Yeah, but just think, you're not changing any of them green nappies, so. We can hardly hear you, Nigel. You're like 15 feet away from the microphone. Yeah, I was walking around. That is stomach. You're missing out on changing the green nappies, which is always the best one to avoid. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like you had anything to do with your children's upbringing when they were babies, Nigel. Listen, mate, I changed a few green nappies, especially when it was coming out of the shoulder behind the neck, and you think, oh, mate, oh. all right, all right, all right. He's, he's a modern man, Nigel. He's done it all. Mate, I did it all. I changed my sisters, mate. I was in there when my sister was six, when I was 16, 20. Yeah, I'm not sure your sister wants you to talk about this. Anyway, <laughs> since, since you've introduced yourself, where are you? What are you doing, Nigel? Uh, I'm in my living room tonight. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Lounge man. Oh, oh actually, because I'm working class, I'm in the front room. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. Lucky you got a front room. You've got a back room as well. Uh, well, it's called the kitchen. Ah. You've got a coal, uh, um, what do they call it? Bunker. Coal bunker. No. No. How about an Anderson shelter in the back garden? No, I've got a shed. It's not when the wind blows, not a shelter. Funny enough, as a kid, my neighbour had an Anderson shelter in his garden. Yeah, my granddad and grandma in Chesterton used to have an Anderson shelter. 
It's really cool. Chesington. Would they want a bomb in Chesington? Well, do you know what? Funny you should say that because we had oh, RAF. Set him off now. Oh, we had RAF Chesington, and that was a uh, a base for bar- uh, barrage balloons. So yeah, it was it was part of the but, military. You've got your mouth nowhere near the mic, Sean, because you sound a bit quiet. No, I've, I've got mine. Um, does it not sound like it? You sound a little bit distant, but that's nothing new okay. there. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, um, last but not least, Jay, where are uh, you and what are you doing? I'm in the lounge doing a uh, podcast with you, mate. Yeah. I forgot what Can I was doing read? for a minute then. It <laughs> <laughs> just blurs in a one, doesn't it? Yeah, it's been Jay so long. Are, are, are you uh, are you still going to be animating while you're talking to us tonight? No, I've, I've had a hard day animating, and I'm going to close my eyes and talk to you. Okay, if that's good, all right. Good. Well, you'll be glad to know it's season uh, ten, episode twenty-four. By the way, if I haven't said that already, you'll be glad to know we've got two games to discuss tonight. Yeah, hey, Chesh, mm. yeah. Because we were last recorded on a Monday, we had the Southampton game followed by the Everton game. So let's start with the Southampton game at St Mary's. Um, John, did you watch it? I did. Yeah? Yeah, it's a very memorable game. Um, was it? <laughs> can't remember it greatly. Uh, it was only it, like, it was like less than a week ago. Oh, no, it? but, you know. They're, last Tuesday. They're so unengaging, these games, especially without the fans and the Dow football, it's like. Um, Let me I, remind you, it was, was goalless. Yeah, it was nil nil. I remember Suchek had a go at the end ahead. He could have, but yeah, if I as I remember it, it was quite an Dawson, e- when we heard the lineup. Um, Dawson started. He, he made five changes for that game. If I want to remind you, yeah, yeah, was that it? Was quite a negative. Wasn't it? Was that the one where it was quite a negative? It had, well, it had, yeah, so it, it had a back four of Fredericks, Dawson, Obono and Cresswell. Declan Rice in the front. He started Yarmolenko, um, Lanzini, Suchek, Fornells on the left and Alaire up front. Oh, well, they changed it up. That was the game previously. But I think yeah. you're talking about the Brighton game. Yeah, well, it was quite a negative. But as I, as I remember it, it was quite... An, Evenly matched game and not a very spectacular game. Um, Dawson obviously won his place and has kept it. Man of the match. He was done yeah. very. He's done very well. That was a weird thing that went on with him this time, but I guess we're we're going to talk about, about, about that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't really got much more to add to that, Sean. Really. Um, later on, and we move on to someone else. But uh, he then brought on. Uh, ben Rama, uh, Bowen, and Antonio, who got 15 minutes. Um, but it was. Do, do you think that, if you can remember, do you think that changed the game at all? Obviously, not to win it, but. No, I think, yeah, if, if I remember again, remember right, it added, added some bit of impetus to it, but that didn't change it enough, did it? Um, yeah, it was good to see Antonio on the pitch again. And he does make a difference up front. Yeah, it does, definitely. So, yeah, that's basically He it. came on the 77th minute uh, to replace Alaire. And then we um, keep making a big thing about on the telly about his warm-ups, don't they? They keep saying how much he's got a warm-up yeah. and his specialist warm-up for his hamstrings. So. Yeah. Bowen didn't come on to the 72nd minute uh, and, and was replaced by Yarmolenko. Uh, replaced Yarmolenko. Yarmolenko, yeah. Um, and before that, Ben Rama came on on the 60th minute 
uh, to replace uh, Lanzini. Um, Jay, hmm? sorry. <laughs> um, Len, yeah, <laughs> already now. Um, what um, what do you make of the Saints game? Don't remember anything about it. To be honest, I suppose there was nothing to remember. Um, I'm it was a clean to... sheet. It's a clean yeah. sheet. I mean, you know, the return of uh, Antonio and uh, Dawson's debut. If you want to hmm. take two uh, points, yeah, still don't remember much about it. But um, I said a couple of games ago we drew a nil-nil. And apparently, we haven't had a nil-nil for quite a while. Um, so I wasn't entirely surprised. Somewhat pleased, really, because I think they're a good side, Southampton. So, uh, yeah, no, quite pleased. I mean, defensively, we're good. Just give a stat attack before we, um, unless you've got anything else to go to Nigel, because we've got two games. Um, <clears throat> West Ham and Saints had eight shots. And West Ham and Saints had both three shots on target. So nil nil maybe was a was a fair fair reflection. Um Southampton at home did have sixty three percent of the possession, which meant obviously West Ham only had thirty seven. Um and obviously because of that, um the Saints had a lot more passes, uh, but their accuracy was a lot better. Nigel. Yeah. Remember anything about well, the Saints go marching home? I remember that the um that Twitter sphere, that far off, um, like dimension, uh, had a bit of a meltdown. West Ham Twitter sphere when the team was announced. With they did Dawson um, being in the back, and uh, we're going to lose three four nil. And Moyes has lost the plot. He, 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 he cocked it up against Brighton, and he's not. He's done the same again. You know, all before the game. And, and to be fair, I thought some of the comments I was reading um, were shocking. And, and I struggle sometimes to think that I support the same football club as these people mm. in, in a way because uh, you just want to throw a dictionary at them and look at the word supporter. And I get it's an instant reaction thing and everything, but but when we've not even seen the bloke play, to yeah. totally slaughter him the way some people did. Um, you know, I just put a tweet out saying, I don't care who puts the shirt on. If they're wearing it, I'll support them. And generally, I don't like to dig individuals out or whatever, but I was so pleased for Dawson um, that, that he had a steady game. And, and it's funny, he's played, he's, he's come in, he got his chance. Probably, it, if it weren't for the fact we were playing three games in five days, I doubt he would have got a chance. Let's be honest. But obviously Moyes felt the need to use up the, the squad, use the defenders, even though he didn't use Diop. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> funny, isn't it? The use the defenders uh, that uh, he's, uh, that he, he's, he's got there sitting on the bench and he wants to try and get them involved. Mm-hmm. And he did so well, he managed to keep the shirt into the next game. So, well done. As as far as the game itself, a point away with Southampton. Well, we did manage three last season, so is it two points dropped? But the way Southampton are playing, I mean, when we beat them 1-0 last season, Southampton were in the bottom three. Yeah, 
But on the same points as us now, obviously on 26 points. Yeah. Along with Chelsea, I may add. So um, And Aston Villa. Yeah. So it, well, there was about four or five teams on 26 um, yeah. once we, we joined them after the yeah. next game we'll talk about. I mean, it was it wasn't enough a much game. The only thing I'd say, which I thought it was funny, is I, I watched that game. Obviously, it was on Amazon. And I quite liked the way Amazon did the presenting. They had the people at the ground, and, and it was it was done quite well. And then I watched Amazon again the next night. I think it was the um, Liverpool game. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was good, but that was nil nil as well. And I, I did point out that I, how much I enjoyed Amazon's. Um, I know I saw that. Yeah, and then and someone pointed out to me that apparently Amazon's streams behind so they were getting goal alerts and i'm thinking well that's funny i didn't get any goal alerts before the goals went in and then of course i realized i'd watched two nil nil games yeah are you i just want to ask just to make sure for our readers is this a paid advertisement as a social influencer have you been paid at all by amazon to say those things about amazon's coverage no Okay, just wanted to make that clear. No, no, no. I just, uh, you know, I, I thought even though Amazon did use a, a lot of the well-known uh, people there, I just like the way that, that, that they sort of put it together. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about a few of the flashpoints. And Gabby Moore, um, I think, is probably the best woman presenter out there. All right, okay. And Kelly, I like Kelly Daglish as well. No, she yeah, I like Kelly Kate. They're both married, you know. They've got different surnames now. It's Kelly Cates and Gabby. I can't remember. Oh, no, she, she married the Scottish married the, Yeah, for, played for Logan. Logan. Logan yeah, Gabby yeah. Logan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rugby, but there'll yeah. always be Gabby Yorath and Kelly Dalgleish. Do you know, dad, you know how she got her break? Kenny, Kelly Dalgleish. No, what? This is true. How she got a big break in the TV. Well, I know she was working for uh, working in the states on um, uh, the Premier League for quite a while as a teenager, yeah. wasn't she? Is that well, the answer? No, the big break oh. was over here, or the, the thing was, her dad did an advert for BT. BT, that's right. And she was in the advert answering the phone. That's right. And off the back of the hat, and um, <laughs> someone uh, thought, it was oh. thanking all the um, thanking all the supporters. Yeah, that's it. She said, Dad, you don't usually thank your, your players after a win. So you talk about the players. I'm thanking the fans. Yeah, that's right. And the the, the call to action was, it's never been a better time to call. Did you write that? Ad? No, it's not one of mine. But I remember the ad. I remember all of them. No, yeah, no. That's how she got a big break. I think he was manager. Was he manager at Newcastle then? I think it might have been Liverpool, to be honest. But it could have been Newcastle. That. I think it was, yeah. Anyway, it's it's not a female presenter podcast. It is a West Ham pad cut. I thought I'd get that in because I know people have this weird thing. Uh, one, two, like three, females. back in the room. Like well done for your in, yeah, um, worry, inclusionism. Um, so well done, Nigel. Thank you very much. Um, inclusion, not inclusionism. <laughs> inclusion. I was going to uh, pick you up on that. He's just that word. He likes words. Danny Ings. Um, was it offside? Nigel, I know you like to say, you know, remember when he, he put the ball in, in the back of the net? Yeah, it was after five um, minutes. Um, was he offside or was it the bloke actually that got flagged offside that put the, gave the ball to him? I don't know. 
I think he was offside. I think it was the bloke that laid the ball over the right mm. back. I don't know if it was Godfrey, the bloke they got from Norwich or something. But he was definitely offside. I mean, the, the fault there lies with the fact that linesmen are told to wait. Because in the old days, as soon as the ball went out wide, it had been flagged offside. Yeah, that is frustrating, isn't it? Mm. But it ain't the linesman's fault because they've been told to do that now. Yeah, for VAR. Yeah. 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 Next flashpoint, uh, Craig Dawson um, kicking um, <laughs> Chi Adams in the in the face. Or Chai Adams. Um, Shay Adams, whatever, whatever. That comes from the Billy Bonds, or would it be the uh, Julian Dick school of uh, defending? Well, uh, it was Alvin Martin that kicked Billy Bonds in the head for a start. Was it? So. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Whatever you mean, whatever, if you want to be Does accurate it, about what it. I saw, what, what I saw is people, people <laughs> like you said, who didn't know about Craig Dawson, but when he did that, he go, yeah, he's a proper defender, he is. Yeah. Well, it was an accident, wasn't it? It didn't mean to kick well, him in the head. It looks like Adams put his head in, in he front of the He saved the goal. Yeah. 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 He didn't get booked for it, did he? So there was nothing there. No. Yeah. All right, moving on. Ryan Fredericks, forced to save in the uh, 42nd minute, just before half-time. Do you remember that? Was 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 that one of the best? I mean, we didn't have very, very many chances on goal, but, but I thought Fredericks actually didn't have a, such a bad game. Maybe he's raised oh, You're the game talking up. about the head of the canton with no pace that was yeah. never going in. I mean, you could play headers and volleys and, you know... The, the, the goalie would get a, a point. No, there weren't many chances on goal, but that's no, there weren't. If you're picking that out, blimey! No, uh, there wasn't much of a chance. Uh, Theo Walcott as well. Second half, uh, around about the 60th minute, um, obviously came in. Uh, Fabian, what lovely hair he's got now, Theo Walcott. Um, I think the ball bounced right in front of uh, Fabianski, and he made a really good save to keep us in it. Um, and probably only the last point is um uh, oh no two others. Quick, I'll just stop you. All right, they've put a stat up on on the football. Chelsea managers Premier League points per game under Abramovich, under Abramovich, and and bottom is Frank Lampard. With oh really? One point six seven. Who do you think is top? Abramovich. Uh, no, no, Avram Grant. Um, uh, Grant. Grant. Oh right, yeah, Avram Grant is top. Hilarious. Uh, Suchek and and, and uh, Suchek defensive midfielder he's scoring a lot of goals he had another good chance in front of the Saints in the second half as well he did a header he did if only it's um, and then if finally Ben Rahm yeah huh? if only he'd scored if only he'd scored unfortunately he wasn't blessed um, to score that game hey we're, we're talking about the next game. I still won uh, money on one nil, even though if he didn't score a header. And then uh, Ben Rama, obviously, right in the 85th minute, um, he had probably the best chance in the match. Close range. Yeah, he should have put um, that away. Should have put it away, shouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, God, um, hold up. He did everything. Good save. The yeah. keeper. Oh, no, he would. No, 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 no. The keeper. It was one of them ones where you go, well done, the keeper. It's a lucky save because when you're when you're that close, you got to yeah. rely on luck. But he got his hand, got his body in at the right position. All the praise has to go on the goalkeeper. Oh, here we go, goalkeepers' uh, union as normal. Anyway, uh, Todd Robson would have tucked that away. 
I'll give one a chance. For for not remembering too much about the Saints game, we covered it quite well. Let, let's move on to the Toffees. Uh, hopefully we all watched it. We played Everton on Friday. Friday, yeah. Uh, three days, obviously. We, we played three games in six days. Poor old people. Um, another change, or another few changes. Um, Dawson kept his place. Uh, Kufau, uh, sorry, Sufau was back. Um, and there was one other change. Uh, oh, Ben Rama started. Um, and then we had a very late change when uh, Fabianski um, <laughs> injured himself, his right thigh in, in warm-up, and was replaced by um, uh, Darren Randolph and, and, and obviously Dave Martin coming onto the bench. Um, let's start with you this time, Nigel. We'll do it in reverse order. W- what did you make of the... The Everton game. Uh, obviously, you do know what I made of it. <laughs> well, I do. That's why I've started with you because we've, we've already had this conversation. Go on, get your shit out. Happy New Year! Yeah, Happy New Year! Yeah, obviously, I was I was full of the joys of swing that day because <laughs> that was a dull, dull, dull game of football, uh, livened up in the last. I'd like to say 10 minutes. I don't even think it came to life then. I, f- I think we had five shots on target. I swear three of them were to do with that goal. Um, it was just a boring and dull game that we, you know, we won it. We we got the lucky break. It was a lucky goal um, with the deflection falling into Suchek's feet. He was unlucky with the first shot. Um, was it not coming though? I don't know. I thought Neil Neil was coming. I felt it. It was coming with us. I mean, obviously, from the potato salad Suchek interview afterwards, you know, he he talked a lot of sense when you can understand it. And he said, you know, we we, we created lots of chances and and the momentum was with us in the last last 10 minutes. Hold up. You say we created lots of chances, yeah? No, no, I didn't say that. I said Suchek said... Well, let's look at it quickly, yeah? He He had a a shot that the keeper saved. Creswell's shot was was on target, which was then blocked wide for Suchek to score. That's half of our shots on target. I don't think it was coming. I mean, yes, I'm delighted. We won three points. Yep, Are you? Away. You know, I'm, the, the way oh, you yeah. were talking after the game to us on the WhatsApp group and to Irons United afterwards, you were going, I'd rather watch an interesting game than win and get three points because oh, it's an entertainment it, game and it's about entertainment, not about results. If if it's all about results, then you said, I'll just tell you the result afterwards, Sean. I, well, you've cut out the swear words that I told you, Sean, actually, <laughs> which was, but which is, which is true. And I will stand by that fact that I watch football to be entertained. I've I, seen I want, worse games though, Nigel. I'm, 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 really not, I'm not saying I've not seen worse games, but you cannot make out uh, that game was an entertaining game. It weren't an entertaining nil-nil. It wasn't end-to-end. It was a bit dull and, and boring and it came to life in the 85th minute when we scored. And Everton, yeah. really, and let's face it, Everton didn't do anything either. Everton, just just remember, Everton, just a few days ago, second. Second, well, they second. They could have gone second with that win. And they could have gone second again, but they were second. They, were, I think they were third. A draw would have taken them third. Um, so and they, they weren't good at- third, and they weren't second. 
<laughs> but they have been right both okay. in the recent. It's a very tight table. Yeah. Um, well, we're only three points behind them. Everton are a hard team to beat. Um, they had sixty. By the way, just a stat attack: sixty percent possession, forty percent for West Ham. They had ten shots, two on target. We had eleven five on target. We deserve to win, Nigel. Simple as that, mate. I've not said that we didn't deserve to win, but what I'm saying is it was was a dull game. Anyway, you're probably the wrong one to ask. John. Hello. Did you find the uh, game titillating? Um, No, I didn't. Um, It was a dull game, but I I would say the difference, I mean, put it into context of the three games in the six days or whatever it was, when we hadn't really had a great performance in any of those games, we crap against Brighton, really. That dull Southampton game we've talked about, and then this one. But the difference is is that we would normally lose that Everton game. Yeah. And that's... that's the if anyone had told you, we would have... We would have um, we'd have had two clean sheets. We've got five points from three games. We wouldn't lose. You'd have taken that all day long, wouldn't you, John? Uh, yeah, probably. As a West Ham fan of old, you just take any points you can get. But you know, that's the that's the difference. You know, we would we've seen West Ham perform like that time and time again over the years, and we normally get the, we're normally the ones who concede the goal on the eighty fifth minute and lose the game. And that's you know, and that's why I say that was a great result because yeah. there's a change there, and it's not it's not great, it's not entertaining, but I do feel that in the context of the three games in the six days, but I do feel there is a change in the whole way where we're, as the team performs and Moyes is trying to do. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of sort of internal battle going on with playing oh, him and playing this. I believe everything you read on Twitter. I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if he's trying to prove a point. I, I, I don't oh, buy he's, it. Uh, I, we're, we're talk about maybe Ben Rama later, but well, I don't buy. In, I don't buy into Ben Rama. I, I, but, but obviously, he did start with Ben Rama, and he had quite a good game. Um, did he? Yeah, I thought he had an okay I, game. I think. I think he's flat. I think people are too harsh of him. I mean, he did give. I did watch him give the ball away at least once, which was poor. But I've seen Elaire give the ball away a lot more than. Well, Elaire's completely uh, different. But, but, you know, it, you know, it was good. The game changed for me. I, I forgot to mention Fredericks. Obviously, Fredericks was withdrawn from the squad because he came in contact with a someone who pro- proved positive. So he's self-isolating. He hasn't got COVID, but he, um, he tested negative. But he has to self-isolate because he came in contact with someone. Um, obviously, they, they changed it on 59 minutes on Cam Antonio. And I think uh, for Alaire, I think he changed the game. And then at 73 minutes on came uh, Lanzini and Yarmolenko to help that. Um, and I thought that that changed, tipped the game in our favour. Um, and the goal was coming, as I, I said earlier. We'll talk about Lanzini later as well in his misdeeds as well. But, um, John, anything more to say before we move on to Len? No, no, let's just say that's kind of how I see it. That's the difference for me that we would you- have normally lost that. Sorry, Len, you've got sort of sloppy seconds or even sloppy That's third. all right, I don't mind. Um, I've got too much to say other than I enjoyed it. Um, I'm over the moon with a win. I mean, we don't get much at Goodison. No. Historically. 
he, he, and he didn't look happy, did he? Um, old uh, Ancelotti. He did not look happy at all. No. I mean, I didn't hang around for the interviews, but uh, I, I, I've got this... I predicted a loss because, well, frankly, Everton, I think, have the better start in eleven, and they're better rest, but I don't think that rest done them a favour because they look quite sluggish, especially being over Christmas, having a week off. They looked like they wasn't quite up for it as we were. And I think when we play the lineup, I mean, that's, that's a lineup you expected to see against Brighton. And then you saw it against Everton, who, an outside chance for Champions League, really. Um, when you see that against Everton, watching it with, with no fear at all, okay, Everton weren't great, as I alluded to. But uh, when we put a team out with a that amount of threat, and I'm not saying it's skill or attacking at times, because, as you know, I've got my issues with Ben Rama. Um but when we have that amount of threat and keep the ball further up the pitch, I watched the game with no... I just think we look like we're going to win or at least get a point. And it's great to watch that, I think. And that's why I enjoy it more than Nigel. I'm not ranting at the TV like I am at the Brighton game, you know. But when I hear people say that old about the team you picked for Brighton that you would have thought you would have played forever and but, but he obviously thought that was enough to get the result. Yeah, That's and I think he, he sort of shot himself there because he picked that team for Brighton, thinking that, that not I don't know, not this Brighton down, but he thought it was good enough to beat yeah. Brighton, and I what think he came unstuck there. Yeah, what it seems to do is it doesn't we we we, we almost we don't get the ball far up, we don't have possession further up the pitch, and we invite them to onto us. We didn't look like we had much in. the in the midfield against Brighton. And as it turned out, I thought we were lucky to get the point, to be honest, against Brighton. We could have got the two in the end, obviously, but uh, we, when we do that, we just we squandered a whole half of football. And that's what I couldn't take from Moyes the first time round. He would squander one half to an hour of football every match. And we were always playing catch-up. But now I'm watching it. And hopefully, touch wood, with another transfer window behind him, we can strengthen a little bit more right at the top. Um, because I, I think I gave up on Haller after the Everton game. Yeah, it's just not. It just it, there's no place for him in the team. It just doesn't work. It's just not the guy. Um, so if we can strengthen a bit, I watch with even more confidence, and let's hope that happens. Because I'm enjoying it at the minute. It's probably yeah. the best. The oh, football is probably the best part of the lo- lockdown. I'm with you, I Len. To call it. I'm with you, Len. I, I didn't. I've seen more boring games, which is why I sort of took offence to uh, uh, Nigel's comments when he just said, oh, "That's just dull as dishwater." I've seen dull as dishwater under his mate Sam Allardyce. Hmm. Um, oh, shut up. You loved Allardyce. I did love Allardyce actually. <laughs> but Sam's teams do not go down. There's your well, Rudy Bubbles. Yeah, I wouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> There's your Rudy Bubbles. Don't start taking some like aisles, like mantra now. I do like when when I met Sam Allardyce, I got him to sign a book. Yeah, you, you know, fall over like a rash. While I yeah. sat there on my own, going, I ain't shaking his hand. 
Oh, yeah. No, no, I met him again afterwards, after he left West Ham. Um, I asked him to have an interview yeah. for this podcast, and he refused. He I just bet you it. lapped it up, I'll tell yeah. you. It's a bug. Anyway, let's, let's, crap. Let's, let's move on. Let's talk about injuries. So we, we talked about Fabianski. Fabianski obviously felt something in his right thigh. Um, was it his thigh? It was his thigh. It wasn't his knee, which is good, because that's where he's been having problems quite a few times. Uh, he went for a scan on Saturday. Scan results came back. Uh, no injury, just got a rest. He's not due. He was never due to start against Stockport anyway. Uh, Randolph will get that gig. Um, and he should be fully fit. As long as he rests, should be fully fit. And he doesn't get COVID. He should be rested um, and ready for when we play Burnley on um, 16th, isn't it? 16th, around the 16th. Uh, Fredericks, after his good game, came in contact with someone positive. He's self-isolating for 10 days. He'll be, um, he'll be out by the um, the game. What's the game? Stockport. Was that on the 11th? Is that right, the 11th? Yeah, whether he've trained enough, but certainly by the Burnley game, he'll be fit again, whether he get picked. Masuaku uh, is still not training properly yet, so it is looking that he's got an extended period out. Um, he had his knee operation to clear out. Um, it's all about, apparently, how he feels uh, and what kind of, how how, how it, it, uh, it feels to him, and he's not quite ready to get back on the grass yet. Uh, Antonio, as you know, played um, 60 minutes. Uh, no, he came on on the 60th minute. He played 30 minutes. So he played 15 at the first. He played 30 minutes. Um, they want him to have some time possibly in the FA Cup against um, Stockport to build up more minutes. And, and hopefully uh, we could see him starting against um, a Burnley uh, for the first time in since he suffered his hamstring, but whether he can last the whole game. And and finally, probably the biggest mystery, and you alluded to this earlier, is what happened to D- Craig Dawson. Um, as you probably saw in the game, he went to do a clearance, did an air shot and dropped on the floor and looked like he collapsed. Um, and I spoke to the club, but also David Moyes um, explained this. Apparently he fainted. He He, he got dizzy. Um, and he said his blood sugar was low and he needed something to eat or, or some sugar. And they gave him some energy tablets and he, he jumped up and away he went. So I did say to the club, I said, come on, is, is there an underlying health condition? Not that they're going to tell me anyway. And they assured me, no, 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 no. You know, he, you know, he's, he's not used to playing um, three games or, or two games in, in three days. And he was a bit out of condition. Whether you believe that or not, I don't know. But I don't know. Um, let's talk about COVID, uh, something that broke, and I, you may slam me for this, but, but I've known, and I know Lennon's cause he sent me some of the pictures that certain numbers of our players have been breaking COVID social distancing rules. And I've sort of resisted from running stories or publicizing it until the Lanzini one broke. And I was just talking to a senior source and the media department going, look, this is really irritating for West Ham fans. Premier League players, and not just West Ham, think they're above the law and they keep on doing this. Not only do they break the COVID rules, but they, then they have to boast about it on social media. If you're going to break it, why why rub it in our face afterwards? What happens? Comes out, a picture 
comes out a few days ago with Manuel Manuel Lanzini uh, parting with his family with Spurs players. Two of those players proved positive later. Um, Daily Mirror published it. Manuel Lanzini then apologised on on Twitter. Uh, the club released a statement saying that they they thought um, they were disappointed in him. Um, Spurs released one as well. Um, but he's not alone. Um, Rice has broken social distancing allegedly at least twice. He he once met with uh, AJ and um, uh, Mayweather, uh, May Floyd. I don't know. Floyd Mayweather. Not, yeah, you're Floyd right. Mayweather. Um, and and posted the picture. Now people think, oh, it's all right. They're being tested. That doesn't make you immune from catching it or passing it on. By the way, just because you're being tested, you know, elite sportsmen can train and play outside of that setting. You can't just meet with other elite sportsmen and put your arms around them. That's just... And the same with uh, uh, Declan Rice at Christmas in his new house in Banstead. He posted a picture of himself with his two brothers. He doesn't live with his two brothers. So while everyone else is locking down, he does it. And finally, and I'm not picking on him because he's doing really well, but <laughs> Thomas Suchek and... Um, Vladimir Southal then met the, the UK ambassador from the Czech Republic at uh, his residence and took a picture of them throwing up a ball with them, you know, in very close proximity. Now, I, I blame the the, the, U, the Czech ambassador to the UK and the club. They shouldn't allow that to happen. It sends out all the wrong messages of allowing that to be seen. John, am I wrong in this? Because I've got a lot of grief off Twitter for for publicising this on the players. Am I wrong? Um, I mean, the the rules apply to us and if all of us and every one of them. Um, they are regularly tested. A lot of them, are, but they're not immune, are they? No, they're not immune. But a lot of them are young men living in foreign countries with. Not a lot of but people haven't they around, got to set an example like Manuel Lanzini? I was told and said, you don't know he's living in accommodation. He said, Southal could be living with um, Suchek. And I went, I don't think so. Um, if you don't know, Southal has just had a baby with his wife and um, uh, Suchek lives with his wife and his, his, his daughter anyway. And they certainly don't live with the, the UK ambassador. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not right, but... You know, there's been so many. You know, at least look, put, at least it ain't like ain't a Jack Grealish and abandoning yeah. the car in the street. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? That's true. So, I, to to judge it, I'm not going to judge it because, right. you know, you know, we. I think everybody's doing the best they think or how it suits. Yeah, but them. Do you, if you're in the public eye, I think you have a responsibility. The, the stupid thing to do is to put it on social media yes Len, but, but i think you're with me because the biggest yeah. thing i took out of that sean was declan rice's new house in banstead yeah that right that's quite near cobham isn't it yeah it yeah. is but he's always lived in uh he, he did a there's a podcast he's just done he's always lived in surrey except for when he was four years in the digs and he talks about on a podcast this week how he cried um when he uh, he was so homesick, he cried and spoke to his mum all the time. He Fucking cried when, <laughs> when uh, Chelsea released him and talks about how he spent time with a family in Diggs. When he was 14 years old, he went to, uh, he moved away and lived in West Ham. 
And it wasn't till he was 18 that he, he moved back to Surrey and he's been there since. Not being but, funny, weren't that bloody far? Come on. That's yeah, what he said. Yeah. He said in the podcast, I've done a story today on Clarence. Train ride away. He, he said he only went back one day in seven, usually on a Saturday, and went back on a Sunday. Once and he was a week. so missing his family. Once a week. Yeah. What's he got? Oh, I'm sick of that then. I don't know. Read the thing. I don't know if you have you seen the Rio Ferdinand podcast where he he talks about he was drunk when he came on uh, against Arsenal when he was a seventeen year old when Harry Redknapp uh, swapped him out for Slavin Bilic. That's a good story. He downed three um, uh, brandies and coke <laughs> in in the uh, in the Arsenal lounge before then being told he was in the squad uh, because. Uh, a player had refused to, to play in the squad, so he, he got put on on the 89th minute. He'd done that when he got his first England call-up and then he got in the car, didn't he? He, he? he does say in there, a lot of his career is a blur, so he must have had a bit of a drink problem, old Rio. Anyway, uh, Nigel, I'm going to come to you last, because I know Len agrees with me. John is indifferent. You probably agree with what most of the people on Twitter called me. Which is, what do you reckon they called me? I've got a list. <laughs> Starts with G. A gammon? No. Gaia? No. I can't say that, sorry. Oh. Um, G. G. Grass. Yeah. That's you are. You're grass. <laughs> no, How can you be grass, grass if someone's posting the photo? Oh, doesn't oh, make exactly, him a grass. Exactly, How can I be? You know, they publicise bloody social media. But look, it, I, I sent you the Sue check one, didn't I? I think, and um, with 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 Kofal and the Czech ambassador. But yeah. to be fair to him, it was the Czech ambassador that tweeted that out yeah. to the UK. Uh, it, it put it was in a foreign language. I couldn't read it, but anyway, I don't know what it was. But um, obviously, you could see that the three of them are sitting on a sofa, and you think. Well, Use three of all from different assholes. So that's, yeah, that's against the rules. But to be fair, don't really bother me. If but but truth since, be told, well, you break the rules anyway. But since the Lanzini picture, there does seem to have been a media sort of turn. They were turning a blind eye to a lot of the. Well, the Lanzini know. one, I f- I think is different. They've gone to a party, and and everybody knows it. It's not the time to party. Yeah, and it looks like they've all gone to a party. Then you throw in, he's gone with Tottenham players. <laughs> <laughs> well, more people seem to be more upset that it was with Tottenham players. Know, than they what were they felt to realise is, is that the fact that they're all Argentinian, of course they're going to mix together. Yeah. Then They're not going to sit there and go, I can't talk to you because you play for Tottenham and West Ham fans don't like it. They, they, in fact, it probably helps make them settle better in yeah. this country, the fact that there are other Argentinians over here playing football, especially in London. So, well, apparently he's he's tested negative. I mean, my my question, and the club haven't answered this, is did they know of the photo before they put him on against um against Everton? You know, when they substituted him, if they knew of that photo, should he have been self uh, isolating in the first place? That's a, that's a good. He's uh, a good point. When, when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, there, there is, you know, there, there is questions that can be asked whether the club are willing to answer them or 
one or well, all. they always say any of these questions you ask on COVID, it's always, oh, we can't ask for medical confidential reasons. So when I first heard about um, Fredericks and I went, oh, no, we can't answer because of medical confidential. And then and then on BT Sport Live, <laughs> you, you know, um, uh, straight away, David Moyes goes, yeah, it's COVID related. You're thinking, oh, well, what was the point in trying to cover it up if your manager's just going to blow it out on live TV? Anyway, anywho, let's move on to the transfer window. Have you got a jingle for the transfer window? You got the jingles. Yeah, I know. I haven't. Sean's gonna um, give it to you. Sean's gonna give it to you. Transfer roundup. There you go. Yeah, well done. Uh we haven't got any money. Uh we we, we lost forty million last year. We lost we're predicted to lose fifty million this year. We did have money on Ben Rama. Um by the way. Uh, senior source talking to them. No lunch on that. Could we have done our money on Ben Ryan? Ninety-nine percent, because we've already spent the money for this summer. Uh, we're ninety-nine percent sure. Forget number of games. Forget any other clauses. If he passes a medical at the end of this season, right, he will be a West Ham player. That's all he's got to do. Pass his medical at the end of the season. Do you think the club will come out and say why they didn't no. find him? No, because right. it's medically confidential. Oh. By the way, if he gets the only, I mean, why it's ninety nine percent? If he gets injured, is it? Yeah, but if he get if he gets injured for another reason, we wouldn't have to pay the money. But we paid four point seven five million. Sausages. We get we then pay another twenty uh, five uh, twenty one point two five million at the end of the season, and that's an obligation. Um, so talking, there's been a lot of rumours. We do need a striker, right? And and. The manager said this. The senior source said this. They need. They're looking for a striker. Um, King is still a possibility. Josh King still a possibility. But we're not going to overpay for him. We can't get him on loan because we've got two loan people. Uh, we've got Ben Rama on loan, obviously from Brentford, um, and we're not going to convert it early. We're not. We haven't got twenty-one million to pay up front, so that ain't going to happen. Dawson. Even if he wasn't playing really well, we've got no option to send him back early. So we can't cancel either loan. The rules are this season, you can only have two loans from English clubs. But you can register four, but you only can have two registered. Uh, uh, so you can have four, but you only can have two registered at the time. So forget all loans for English clubs. You are allowed to have an unlimited amount of loans from foreign clubs. So if you want to bring a foreign striker in, that's a possibility with an option to buy. Um, some of the people that have been linked with us, I can tell you, are not happening. Marco Anatovic, no, two hundred eighty grand a week in China. He ain't coming to us. He ain't gonna come to us and earn a hundred grand a week. Well, can and, I, and, hold up though. What you got to remember is China's brought in a wage cap now. They yeah, not? for new deals, for new deals, Nigel, not for existing deals. So only new deals. So how long's his contract got in China? He's got another year. So he ain't going to give up 280 sobs. You know, we know this is one thing we know about um, uh, uh, Marco Anatovic. Marco Anatovic loves money. Um, and therefore, he ain't going to give up that kind of money in his last year of his contract. Now, after that... Well, don't bet on it, but then again, he would. Um. Uh, Diego Costa, obviously, is a free agent. But again, he earns over 200, 250-something grand a week when he was at Atletico Madrid. Did he really? He did, yeah. Reported, I checked it out a few places. Um, 
and Pele. What's his name of the first name? Pella. Uh, Pella. What's his first name? Huh? Gr- his real name. What? Eds- Edson did Nascimento, wasn't it? Graziano, no. wasn't it? Graziano. Uh, Graziano, that's it. Oh, he, about the Italian one. Yeah, yeah one he, he's, he's in China as well. He's been linked with us. But again, I forget how old he is. He's, You know, we are not going to – he's on 257 grand a, a week in China. Again, he's got another year to run. Why would any of these players come to us? I know Paul Merson's talking about it. It ain't going to happen. Our wage structure is we don't go over 115 thousand pound a week we're not if you bring someone in at double that you cause a domino effect to everybody else so no so, chinese takeaway basically no chinese hey. um, number 54 is off the menu yeah <laughs> we have effect. signed as we oh, have signed the, one nil Danny the, the trans the transfer window obviously started on the 2nd <sighs> of feb uh, january not the first it ends on the 1st of feb at 11 p.m um diop I know he's been linked with, um, well, I think he's been linked with Liverpool. He's been linked with uh, Man United. And most, most recently, he's been linked with Spurs. Well, I asked the senior source and said, is Spurs Jose? And he said, no. He said, you know, if if they are interested, they've made no approach, no inquiry, no intermediary has asked us about Diop from anyone. So I know there's been a lot of rumours because he's not being played by Diop, but I was told that Moyes rates Diop. He thinks he's got four good centre-backs and he wants to keep all of them. He thinks he needs four centre-backs to get through the whole season. There's no place for Winston Reid, but the four centre-backs he wants to keep. Um, and Obviously, forget all the Rice stories. 80 million for Rice. I see they're recycling it. He is not... I will guarantee this. And you can put me a little bet... Rice is going nowhere this January. He ain't going to Chelsea. He ain't going to Man United. He ain't going to Spurs. He will still be a West Ham fan when it comes to the uh, as West Ham fan, West Ham player when it comes to the first of February. And the last one is Alaire. Again, been linked with Wolves. Been linked with four different um, Bundesliga clubs. I don't know their names that have asked to take him on loan. He wants to fight for his place. He wants to stay. Uh, what happens in the summer? We we'll see. But for now. He ain't going anywhere this this uh, winter. And there you go. That's your, your transfer uh, roundup. Thank you, Sean. Where no. do you think... So do basically, we... Sean, nothing. You, after all that, I don't know how long you took. <laughs> frankly, nothing. Mm. We'll probably get a loan abroad with an option to oh, buy. If, if some striker. Some striker. If people paying good money to, to listen to crap like that. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, I'm telling you what. I'm just telling you. Giving what about it to you. Fredericks? Let's talk of Fredericks going. Well, Fredericks is an interesting one. I think if the money came in for Fredericks, I think we would take it. Look, we haven't got any money. And a fringe player like Fredericks, who I don't think is the most rated person, even though he had a good game, um, I think I think they would be tempted if, if his valuation was met. I can see... Uh, uh, Moyes taking, um, you know, the money for Fredericks. Um, but we'll see. You know, if we may not do no business at all, um, but if there is going to be business, um, um, it will be um, uh, up front. It, it will, 
it will be uh, a, a loan deal or, or a cheapie, basically. So oh, I'm, I'm just looking. The <clears throat> schools will shut from tomorrow. There you go. Is that it? Um, and Boris, I mean, this is boring for everybody else, but it is eight o'clock when we're recording this, and Boris has just given his lockdown news. PM announced new England lockdown with people told to stay at home and schools, schools shut from tomorrow. That's it. He's still talking, I think. But anyway, um, anything use free want to um, mention before we go to question time? Not that I can think of, no. You don't want to mention the WISP, um, uh survey um nigel i i haven't heard anything from the hammers united one or, or the club one actually but m- maybe for another podcast anyway well do, do you want to mention something that 690 people took or whatever no, it was no, you're right at anyway, the end of the day on. what does it mean it means jack what it means is their memberships getting to the point where i think they need to pack it in well i don't even think they were members either well but anyway there you go but apparently Finger on the button. Go on then. Uh, and why are we choosing that question time as well? What do you mean? I like the other theme better. Oh, we that can't causes an, causes an emotional response. You've got to choose that. That's the one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd just like to thank Emma's polls on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well done! Congratulations! Yeah, I'm congratulations for winning your competition yeah. after I won it the first time last season, yeah. and you won your retro shirt. What That's are the odds to that? Oh no, it's a more than just podcast hijack of Hammers Pulse competition. Uh, John, yeah. John, yeah, yeah, we'll next time you up next go. <laughs> yeah, next time. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. It's, what is it's, it? it's, you ask a question, if you get the most answers, which you on will, a one-hour poll, which you will. Uh, you win a shirt. All right, okay. <laughs> it's your turn next time. All right. Uh, uh, sloppy fools, uh, Len. Uh, you you go after that, yeah? Yeah, I don't mind. Couldn't give a monkeys, to be honest. To be fair, I, did, I, I went on free retros uh, site on on the West Ham to pick out my prize, and it was anything from there. They got some nice shirt, you know, nice some nice retro shirts and stuff on there. And I was tempted, yeah. but my kids bought me the 1977 shirt. So which one have you gone for? I, I've, I've gone for the 1958, because oh. I haven't got... We've got one then. Yeah, so I've gone for the 1958. I, I nearly got the track suits up from the cup final, but actually the one I always preferred as a kid wasn't the cup final track suits up, was the one with the lines the down the side. Yeah. I've worn the, uh, the original... Oh. Can't find a track seat up, as you know. As I Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous. Nah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so thanks to Amos Poles for organising the competition. Thanks to Free Retro for the prize. And thanks to Sean for the question. <laughs> I'll get him before he does. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's time for this. Facebook, Twitter, question time. 
It's Facebook Twitter question time. Well, you, the eight listeners, get to ask uh, Nigel some questions. Now, um, over to you, Nigel. You you put it up quite late, so I'm I'm hoping it's not thirty four or something stupid like that. Uh, I'll tell you now. So uh, here we go. Happy New Year! I put to you all. Uh, is talk of Europe too soon for us when you factor in the last three season struggles? Or will you be happy to finish the season in 10th, uh, which is where we are now? But then I put, as usual, use lot will ignore the question I've asked and put your own. Um, so anything else is welcome. You didn't answer the question, though, how many? Uh, I, well, for some reason, it's not said how many. Uh, oh, it does look like it's hold up. Let me go into Facebook. I was doing that off a page. Nothing yeah. like preparation is there for well, shut up, moment. You've got one job, right? Everybody else does everything now. You know, we we prep it, we have a running order, we do all this lot. You have one job, yeah, but I've got a open your Facebook page and I read did open it, right? And it weren't bringing up the comments. I know people's comments, all comments. Shut up, you. There's a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Jesus. Twenty-three-ish. Okay. All right. Which is Move less on. than normal. Yeah, we could we could have done we could have done three of them by the time it did. Yeah, yeah, hello. Well, go on. He, he wanted to know, so I told him. <laughs> You're like an unmarried couple, you two. Oh, I tell you, I wouldn't marry him if you paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Declan Rice, Dave Trevitt says, oh. Happy "New Year, everyone." <laughs> Dave's meat free now. He's not. Well, yeah, he is. He showed me his. He, I said. He gave me an Happy New Year message. And I said, how's your um, vegetarianism going? Because he did say full-on vegetarianism. And he said, I have beans toast with cheese on the top. I said, you know, cheese isn't vegetarian, Dave. He said, yeah, I know that. What's mean cheese ain't vegetarian? Of course cheese is vegetarian. No, it's just got rennet in it. You've well, got to get vegetarian cheese. Ain't vegan, is it? You know, but cheese is vegetarian. It ain't got meat in it, is it? Cheese? No, but it's got rennet in, which is from the the the, the stomach of a cow. So it's not a meat. It's not a. It's an animal. It's not an animal byproduct. It's made with an animal. Did you not know this, Nigel? Actually, no. No. Then again, I wouldn't go veggie. So anyway. He's gone, uh, meat free, but still, yes, Len, not quite full veggie. Yeah. So, what is he like, meatless then? Uh, two great yeah. results in a row. He's put two great results in a row, even though we've had three, I'd have thought, or more. But anyway, still without a fully fit beast. All bodes well for a good season if we can maintain it. He's got a question for Len. What's Go your favourite animation ever of yours? Of mine? That's what he's put. Don't know, Ria. I'm always looking out for the next one. 
of mine, I suppose it's... I can't answer. I don't know. I don't have a favourite. Um, I mean, to me, because obviously everybody's second team, so have got to meet me on my hero, so I have to say that, really. So that's got to be my favourite. Hmm. All said. Thank you, mate. Uh, Sean, can you tell yeah. Dave that the Arnie links are a wind-up? Yeah, I, I, I think are. I've said that, haven't I? Oh, I know, but tell him now. Dave who? Dave Trevitt. Dave Trevitt. paying attention. Oh, he's watching sorry. Boris. That's the, what he's doing. The uh, Marko Anatovic links are a wind-up. There you go. Uh, he's asked me, do I think a keeper in the summer is a priority uh, as much as a central midfielder? Um, no, I don't, Dave. I think uh, uh, Fabianski's 35, you know, top goalkeeper's... Peter Shilton went till he was 50. Top keepers can go to their 40s, five years. Uh, Randolph's still in his 30s. So, you know, we've got four or five years, at least two, three years, so we have to worry about that, I'd think. Uh, Brady outs. Brady out. Weren't enough Brady outs last week. I know. I think we've put, well, hopefully, we've put that right. Sean Dugan, the Doog. He's back. Happy New Year, chaps, he says. He's really happy with the team's progress under Moyes. Uh, he's had mates complain that the match against Everton was dour. <laughs> but <laughs> I've got a mate like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm more than happy for us to be solid defensively and still be in the game with 20 minutes to go. He said, offensively, we've looked toothless recently, but we look more dangerous in the final third after Antonio came on. Temp for be a great improvement on the last few seasons, but we can finish high if we can play with a striker who scores on a consistent basis. Next up, it's old uh, Graham Farrah trousers. He says, Happy New Year's, guys. It's definitely too early to talk about Europe. The table's very tight. Uh, not a great match. Was it Doldo Gray? Was it? I thought it was. But hard work and determination paid off. Uh, we need to start getting more goals, though. Martin Rose Sports says, Happy New Year to you all. Happy New Year. Really enjoyed our away performances. We were better than the Saints and a great defence and fitness versus Everton. Tenth is a good season for us. Saints and Villa are catchable, but we've got to watch Arsenal and Wolves, who are currently just behind us. So checks the bed is our best midfield goal scorer since Marv, uh, Martin Peters. Ooh. That's a big claim. And we'll finish in the top two midfield scorers in the Premiership this season behind Fernandez, and he takes the penalties. What do you think? I didn't understand the question. Well, all right, let's go. I'll say, do you think that Suchik is the best midfield goal scorer since Martin Peters? I'm trying to think who. Um, well, yes. Uh, for me, no. Who would you say he is then? Well, recently, if you're going very recently, Kevin Nolan. Kevin Nolan. Who was top scorer one season. Mm, um, Kevin Nolan. Before that, a bit controversial, but I always think the last great midfield goal scorer we had was Frank Lampard Jr. Yeah, of course, yeah. Did he get many, Lampard Jr. for us? He did towards the end of his time with us. Obviously, a lot of his time he was sub coming on, 
but once he'd established himself as a starter in the team, he did weigh in with the goals, yeah. I, I think Suchek is better than Nolan. He scores some important goals, doesn't he? I think Nolan was really quite inconsistent with us. What yeah. was his top number of goals? Oh, Nolan? Yeah. I think he got 13 in one season. Did he? And I'll tell you why. I think it, West Ham awarded him the joint, or awarded Andy Carroll and him joint high scorer of the season that the awards do, which was before the last game of the season. And I'm pretty sure that Kevin Nolan got an hat trick last game of the season. So he actually did finish the high scorer. How much of an effect do you think he's having in the coaching? A lot, I think. I think they all are. I don't, I, it just seems like a good setup, doesn't it? To be fair. Well, while we're doing Suchek, well, how we're forgetting about, about uh, Stuart Pearce. People don't seem to have forgot that Stuart Pearce is there, and he? You ain't seen him bopping about recently, have we? He is still there, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, he is. But it, you always hear about um, Kevin Nolan sort of taking talking to the offensive players and doing, you know, doing the set pieces and everything. How about Soufal? Best right back since um, Ray Stewart? Too early to say. All right. Name a, name a better right back we've had. Tim Breaker. Really? Yeah. Tim Breaker gave us a loyal service. You can't say that mm. after... Kufal's had six, seven games that he's better servant of the club than Tim Breaker. Seb Schemmel? Yeah. Archie. Hammer of the year. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. You have to think hard, though, don't you? For right-backs, we've not been blessed, have we? Pants, no, we- the mail. <laughs> you know? 
we've had some real. Um, no one as good as Raymond, though. No. No. Talking to Nolan, his mate, could be his cousin, uh, the chauffeur, Mr. Noland, Paul, he says, uh, evening all show over here. Oh, I think we will finish in 10th, which considering recent years is progress. I don't think we'll get into Europe as we've just left. I uh, would love to go back. He says he's got a New Year's resolution. Uh, I didn't have one. I have now changed my mind. I want to learn Czech. So I can ask for potato salad with Suchek. Uh I don't mind a bit of potato salad, to be fair. Nice. My master- it, was a, it was a very funny interview, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he's a peculiar fellow, isn't he? I like him. I like him a lot. I like he was on speed. Not that I'm saying he takes drugs, but he's like, oh, yeah. I, I, and we had lots of chances. And, oh, I love potato salad. He, <laughs> Sorry, he reminds Czech. me a little bit of Czech Chiarty. Czech Chiarty seems to have that about him as well always smiling bounce yeah yeah he does remind me of that Hmm. he's very funny uh has anyone used any club cash yet he's asked a question you used any club cash yet obviously john's not got any um i haven't no Uh, have have you checked whether they're putting it in no Uh, uh, i nor have i actually maybe i'll do that now yeah or Marion asked some bloody question. Why not? Maybe I could send him some club cash. Yeah. Also, is anyone uh, doing dry January? Yeah, I am, actually. I can't do dry mornings. <laughs> I, 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 let me tell you, right, and I'll say it live on this podcast, and John will laugh, and so will um, Len, but uh, not only am I doing well, dry I'm January. Uh, no, because oh, well. you're a fellow fatty. Um <laughs> uh, not only I, I'm I'm trying to avoid sugar, I'm trying to avoid carbohydrates, I'm trying to eat healthfully. Uh, New Year's resolution to get a lot of this COVID belly off. Um, Don't and, blame me on COVID. And and you know after Len redid our and um, thank you very much, Len, for redoing oh, the uh, welcome more than just a podcast uh, screen. You might um, thank him. And, and John went, oh, you got Sean to a T that I decided that to, take action, one. Uh, to take action and say, well, I need to get rid of the COVID belly and, and the fat face. So um, I hope within the next six months, you'll be forced to rejaw me because I will look nothing like that. Well, you did that time. before, didn't you? After your missus complained and you, you, you got a slimmed down version, didn't you? Yeah, uh, not really, no. Not really. Oh, you did. It was. It wasn't it, true. Th- th- then you pop up on Irons United and you think, "God, who bleating hell's that?" There's <laughs> a walrus. There's a walrus on the TV. <laughs> uh, funny enough, when Nigel, I do owe Nigel a little bit of an apology because he popped up on then a few days back. Oh, he's using. And a he filter. lost a lot of weight. No, he's using a filter. Nigel, have you lost any weight over Christmas? Uh, I've, I haven't put weight on. Have you lost any weight? I don't weigh no. myself, Sean. I couldn't give a monkey's to be fair. She was inquiring. Well, I have John. I do not nudge a bit, uh, Toby. And hang on. How, how, how come John and George look so chiselled? You know? Uh, have you well, I don't get to see them. They don't slut themselves about on YouTube, <laughs> do you, do they? Um, John, have you, have you put any weight on over COVID? I, I'm, I'm in Nigel's team. I wouldn't have a clue, Sean. Don't weigh myself and check. You know, I don't know. Right. Sorry. 
anyway. And your workers, though. We, we burn our calories off, Sean. Yeah, that's true. You know, you sit there, tap at a keyboard, you know, eating your donuts. I don't know, mate. Looking at your lunch today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Right. I was ham, egg and chips, lunch. but I don't eat eggs, so I had to swap it for beans. I was going to say, it, 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 it's funny, isn't it? You think ham, egg and chips is like a, it's quite a nice meal. Yeah. Uh, the moment if you don't, because I, I never used to eat egg, and I used to do the same. And then it looks a pitiful meal when you've got beans. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you, thought, you poor bastard. You know? hell, I prefer a corned beef beans and chips, but she didn't yeah, have any uh, corned beef. Oh, Len, like possibly the most miserable lunch ever. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> it did look pretty miserable. A grim lunch, that was. Well, it don't help that it's in that bleeding polystyrene <laughs> no, no, no. COVID thing and you've got a plastic knife and fault and you ain't even got a mug of tea now. You've got to have it in a bleeding cardboard cup that's a pitch in it breaking news this won't surprise you go on right but um we've we've obviously gone to tier five across the uk schools are going to shut everyone's got to stay at home etc but there has been an announcement the premier league and elite sports will be allowed to continue is that right though it's to keep, the, mor- right, to keep the morale right. of the country. I don't think yeah. the morale in Sheffield can take much more to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Big blitz. What about um, exercise? Should we go out for exercise or not? Is it is it that yeah. old rule? Is it since you've obviously looked? Is it work from home unless you can't work from home? Yeah, the, uh, the construction industry will still be open. Well, of course, yeah, they will. Bank rolls a Tory party, so they'd have had a whisper in. Um, shops stay shut. Hospitality, zoos, gyms, outdoor sports venues will close. Um, so I think they're going to close normal football, um, and schools are going to shut. Elite sport will be allowed. They thought they announced earlier Scotland. Yeah. So I'll go work tomorrow, basically. Yeah, you could go to work tomorrow. Well, all that all happened in the construction industry is that in two or three weeks' time, there'll be a shortage of essential products again, and everyone will be paying forty pound for a bag of five pound plaster. Is that what I'm last So yeah, that's what happened last time. Yeah, but no, that went across the board. That went with plaster to timber to everything started. Getting messed about. No. So that's what happened. Golf and tennis courts will also um, close. They closed me open. Well. Yeah, they did. Way. Yeah, no, they did. It's stupid, isn't it? I'm not being funny. Well, in four, I can't have a game of golf. Yeah, in four, you were still allowed to play. Uh, oh, I wish I would have known. Yeah, you yeah. could have gone out and had a game of golf. Yeah, you could. Once did golf oh, clubs been open? Didn't know that. I'm busy. Once did golf club? Every time I Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, All right, we'll it's, it's not a COVID no. podcast. No, it's not. Uh, and we've only got another 30 questions yeah, to get through. Uh, quickly, yeah. we'll go through Nolan. He said, uh, did anyone yeah, have cheese on New Year's Eve? We're not doing cheese, so sod off. Uh, as we play Stockport next week in the Cup, was anyone there when we lost to him via the Dowie goal? No. Not me. No. I watched it on telly. Um. Stelios Kiriaku, uh, called Jazz Stel. Uh, one season too early for Europe, but if Moyes continues in this vein, then no reason we can't push for next season. He's got a question. When will King and Arnautovic arrive? 
what I want. <laughs> well, you don't know about King. You know, if if um, if if we got him for a throwaway bit of money, but I'm not sure King fits into a David Moyes side. I know there's interest, definite interest, and they want it by instalment. So, like, they want you know to pay it over twenty years. Now, I'm I'm joshing a bit, but they they. Hey. But they do. They do really. I can see that now. Like West Ham lose. West Ham buy King twenty years over twenty years. Happens to him. Hi, two guys. Sure works though. So it's more than just the podcast. That uh, it's C and H. Yeah, I say uh, that uh, they want to pay over twenty years. Uh, afterwards, Sean just said he was joshing. Yeah. <sighs> And didn't even realise he'd made a joke. No, of course I did. Of course I did. Oh, it's it's yeah. all about the timing in your comical <laughs> genius. I'm glad you know because you never get it right. Well done, Sean. Podcast gold. Uh, and when will the next batch of Pellegrini signings leave? Uh, ye Haller and Diop. Summer, um, probably. I don't I, look. Diop. I don't know what's going on with Diop. I won't. I won't. I won't lie that there's uh, something strange. Has he got long COVID? I don't know, because um, obviously he did catch COVID. Um, I would hope, you know, if he doesn't play against Stockport, there is something very, very wrong. Uh, but I do expect him to get uh, to start against Stockport. Let's see how he does. All right. Next up, well, our timeline's full of bubbles. It's like a song. It's Belinda Kaikitis. Uh, who's not a real bubble, actually. She just married one. Evening, peeps. Happy New Year. I'm, happy New Year. I'm just happy to have... I'm surprised Sean didn't complain now about me saying bubble, but there you go. Uh, over his head, perhaps. I'm just happy to have a season without a relegation talk. She oh, I've just got it. Cockney of- rhyming slang yeah, for right, Greek. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's viewed by the board as a springboard for more. Uh, she watched all the games over the festive period, and yes, some were painfully dull, but I'm more pleased with how we have done. Credit to Moyes, even though he ballsed up the Brighton game. Looking forward to more podcasts. I need them for my lockdown walks. Four kisses, one each there, lads. Thank you, Belinda. There you go. There's Charlie sitting in the room with me watching the football, thinks I'm freaking mad. Uh, Davy Jones, old Ziggy's up. Evening all. Evening, Dave. And happy new year to you all. Uh, given that we are now well and truly out of Europe, uh, I'd be happy with 10th place finish as long as we continue to play with grit and determination. Keeping the European theme, my animation question is uh, Tintin or Asterix? And if you were an Asterix character, which one would you be? Unless you choose Tintin, then you obviously. I'll Tintin's French, Tintin. isn't it? Yeah, and no, I think Asterisk is Belgian. Yeah, I'd go with it. I don't really Never know. Saw it. I thought Tintin was no. Belgian as well. Oh, you could be, actually. I think they could both be Belgian. Yeah. Oh, really? Asterisk was French, I, I thought. Oh, controversy. Uh, I What I will say, I, I never got to see much of them on TV. I think I only saw Asterisk at the cinema. It was a little... Like a matinee kind of thing. Well, I used to 10, 20 get the books, to be fair. Yeah, there were more, uh, um, yeah. more illustrations, weren't they? Tintin. Tintin is French. Is it? 
An asterisk? Is that I'm Belgian? I'm sure it is. I thought it was Belgium. Uh, I can't even think of an Asterix character. Well, you had uh, Asterix, and then yeah. you had Obelix. Who was the one, the little one with the helmet with the wings on the side? Asterix. Was that Who was Asterix? the fat guy with Obelix. the... Uh, or Sean, yeah. we used to call him. <laughs> even then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It he was carrying uh, a big whetstone around with him. <laughs> it was a Franco-Belgian comic magazine. Oh, right. so it's it a Belgian, Belgian. French Belgian, yeah, yeah. French Belgian. Well, the used to be like the Tintin, bro. Uh, the, the Thompson twins, isn't it? That's correct. So anyway, it's it's Sorry. not. A, it's Ger- not, gentlemen. I've got to go. My uh, my elderly mother's boiler has stopped working. Oh, oh dear. You better get rid of it. Give us a prediction before you leave for Stockport, John. We will win against Stockport 2-0 with a much-changed team. All right. Mute your microphone and leave it running if you can. I will. See you later. It's been a pleasure, gents. Yeah. Catch you all soon. See you, yeah. I'm looking at Asterix here now. It started 1961. No wonder I'm not too familiar. Oh, didn't you watch it? As, oh, I always watch it. it was, I think it was in the newspaper. Yeah, it repeated them, well. yeah. I used to like Asterix. Well, a- actually, I was told the first publication was 1959. Oh, wow. 29th of October, tw- 1959. It's still being published today. Uh, story, what Asterix? Though. Yeah. There's a so theme, Wikipedia. There used to be a theme park in France, I think, Asterix. Yeah. See, I always preferred a guardiorable, if I'm being honest, but still. Uh, next up is uh, Maid Marian, or Dylan. He said, and with Wales and Scotland and the rest of Europe closing their borders to you English, the question is a bit irrelevant. Plus, it's too early for Europe being talked yet, as we need to get the 40 points first. But with COVID-19 out of control, do you think the Premier League should follow the NFL example, whereby a player... Uh, quarterback Wayne Haskins, who has broken COVID restrictions, is sacked by his club and then suspended by the league, so can't join another team. Ooh, seems a bit harsh to me. Yeah, I, I, I think there's. I mean, funny enough, Lanzini um, was. They said it was in, being dealt with internally. And I, my understanding is he was going, "Don't do that again." It was really silly because, um, of course, if they find him, so the only thing that a club can do is fine a player two weeks wages because it's set by the PFA and everything. There's not a lot you can do. You're not going to rip up the contract because you lose out of that. So if they've a fine, if they had a fined him two weeks wages, they'd have to do the same with rice and, and Sue and Sue and probably other ones we don't even know about, because as we said earlier, a lot of these young players have probably done it because they've got the money and they they're being tested and they think they're above everyone else. So I'm not sure that what they can do unless they <laughs> want to be, you know, it has to be, has to come from the Premier League or the FA um, that you, you know, if you get caught, it, I suppose if you really want to harm it, you say, if you get caught breaking restrictions, you have a one match ban or something. I think that would cut the practice out. 
Right. Or do you think that's too harsh as well? No, I'd, I'd, map, I'd go for a free match by myself, but still. Oh, really? Yeah. That would certainly cut it out. Yeah. Sacking them, though. No. <laughs> you know, if we sacked Declan Rice and tore up his contract, who would lose out of that? We would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, he then goes. And I met one of our American friends who suggested that. By <laughs> no, this is Marion, isn't it? A, a Welsh person yeah. talking about the NFL. Of ripping up um, yeah. Declan Rice's contract. Yeah. Jesus. Well, he didn't name Declan Rice. Just saying, would, would you wash your thoughts on it? No. All right, no. Right, well, there you go. Thanks for that, Sean. <laughs> well done. I, I ain't going to ask for your views on potato salad now. Um, he said, with Sean being unable to stay indoors, are the rest of the panel concerned that he may go stir-crazy if there's another lockdown? Well... I have one. What, this. What, what, what uh, you know? Well, I think he calls it exercise, Marion, to be fair, even though with the amount of walking he does, it, uh, could you imagine if he didn't walk, what it looked like? Hang on. What are you talking about? Is this because, what, I, I went to Kew Gardens yesterday? Listen, this is what the, the Marion has said, with Sean being unable to stay indoors, obviously alluding to the fact that you always seem to be walking about somewhere. I do walk park. a lot, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it's all within the law, by the way. Listen. Do you know what? I went to Kew Gardens, right? Uh, I had to pay £10 to get in, by the way. Um, and it's all very socially distanced. All the, you know, the greenhouses are shut, etc. They got advice from the government. So this this bollocks that, you know, oh, well, you've got to stay local and everything. You know, Kew's not that far from me, from sort of Kingston area. It was only across the bridge. Short drive in an electric car, of course, not using any petrol pollute in it. Um, we we parked and, and went to Kew Gardens, didn't come in contact with anyone, got back in our car, went home again after doing 10,000 steps on, on our Apple Watch. What's the problem there? I don't make the rules. None. No problem, Sean. I don't know. All within the law. All within the law. All I'm saying is, thank God you do walk. Because imagine what you'd look like if you didn't. But I anyway, do a lot of walking. I try and do 10,000 steps Talking a day. of that, though, he then finishes with he loves the new characters on the podcast team. <laughs> he says he understands the extra ink needed for Sean. But looking at Nigel, do you think he operates a pie mash business of one for you, one for me? See <laughs> what you've done to me now. <laughs> yeah, I did ever do you a little bit, but you're going to grow into that character. Oh, mate, I'd need to grow into them cheeks. Thank you very much. Yeah, oh, dear, oh, dear. You know you're going to look like that soon. There's no point in me changing it. Yeah, there's another not- lockdown coming, especially with that lunch you've eaten. <laughs> yeah. Now, Len, did I give you grief about my character? No, you was you was um, what's the word? You resigned to it, really. Yeah, exactly. Because I did nail it for once. I've, I've been struggling with yours. And, um, the fact that he I'm was happy to accept it just shows you. And, well, yeah, but yeah. do you know what? I'm, I'm gonna get you probably to bigger than that, aren't you now? Yeah. I'm going to get you to redraw me in six months' time. I didn't you criticise watch. it. All I said Good was, luck. I'm not showing my missus. And then I did, and she just went, oh, you look miserable like you normally do. So I thought yeah, I weren't worth showing her. Alan Woody Woodhouse says he'd be happy with 10th. Consistent top half finishes. Is the next level at the moment when you consider four or five Premier League sides are effectively untouchable? Question, Sean, this is for you. Yeah, go on. How does Brexit affect our transfer targets and the process from buying overseas? 
Well, funny you should say that, um, and we've done a number of articles about this. Well, th- there's there's two factors. Who's we? Obviously, well, Clarence Hughes, oh, obviously. Okay. So we've we've done two articles about this. Um, just just before I s- obviously remind myself what I said, uh, <laughs> because I'm quick quickly typing into Google. Um, there is another factor, and that is the um, the COVID. You know. How many people were going to want to come to the UK in the current COVID scare from from abroad with with the the UK strain? Is that going to be a factor of people's decision coming into um in, into the UK? Do you think? Yeah, it's going to be. Well, I don't know about elite sportsmen, but there will be like quarantine people come in. They've got to do quarantine, I'd imagine. Right. In in the meantime, no, they don't. Apparently, elite sports, they, it's regarded as work. You don't need to quarantine, but they do need to be tested, obviously. Um, so the football association, uh, football organisation, um, association revealed how the Premier League will be affected by post Brexit, and they revealed it. So entry requirements for overseas players. Um, so uh, hang on. The f- home office is created. Da, 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 da. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it, boys. Come on, Sean. You can do it. Basically, there's a new criteria based on points, like the old system. Yeah. Frankly, so the days of Arsenal playing 11 Frenchmen are gone, people. And long may it stay that way. But but there is a rule to say you only can sign six foreign players per season from 31st of December onwards. So that's a restriction. I'm not sure that will affect us. Um, West Ham and other clubs will be limited to three overseas players under the age of 21. I think as well, recruitment as a youth players from abroad is going to be... um, West Ham and other Premier League clubs will not be able to sign foreign players who are under 18. Yeah, that's right. Once Brexit is completed, players from European countries will have to gain a governing body endorsement GBE in order to sign for a club in the UK. Well, I don't know what a governing body endorsement is. Sounds like a point system. That Oh, that is a system currently in place for players outside the EU. So this goes back to the point system. Uh, whether you remember what your rank, FIFA ranking is, have you paid for your national side and, and how, you know, how, how much of an outstanding talent you are. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it, it will have an effect. Clubs may be forced to use their academies more as they cannot sign as many young uh, players from overseas clubs. That's probably right. See, me personally, I think this is a good thing. Do you? I do. Yeah. I do. I just I, I just think that we've gone, there's too many um, foreign players uh, playing in the Premier League that actually are not, that there are players in the championship that can do the job just as well. But because they're more expensive to buy or, or for whatever reason, that they're not offered that chance. The fact is that now in the Premier League, what are we down to? Two-thirds of foreign players? That's yeah. a good situation to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bearing in mind, the Premier League was set up from what I remember in the early 1900, uh, 1990, was just after the World Cup, and it was supposed to project us towards winning the World Cup. And all it's done is it's made clubs richer. It's made competition less. 
Yeah. No, we'll see. I mean, it's mad to think, but it feels Bre- through even that he Breaking news. I know you like this guy, but I hate him. Yeah. Piers Morgan broke government guidance by travelling to did. Antigua I over Christmas him. period, despite living in a t- high tier four area. That's not breaking. That was earlier on today. How was it? I've only just. Oh, been... I thought he was sacked. Oh, you got me all excited there. I hope. I hope. Good morning, Britain. Do sack him. Was he done? He gone to Antigua. Went to Antigua for Christmas. He went. He went from a tier four area. He's from tier four. So we're not allowed to travel. Are you not? No. No. Um. Oh. You can tell you're really clued up with this, Nigel. Oh, mate, I just do what I do. I just go. Yeah. I make sure I don't touch anyone or talk to anyone or do anything. You should do that out of COVID as well. <laughs> <laughs> well that's yeah. why my life ain't changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that before. Work on my own. Stay away from me, mate. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm not doing it. Uh, right. I've done something really bad, stupid. Uh, what have you done? I, I came off the page and gone back on, and it jumbles all the things up. Oh, Holy here pen. we go. Happy New Year. I think this season is a thing for Europe, but next year is a no to Europe. But n- next year, I think it's on the cards. Hallard needs to sort himself out and be more consistent. I don't think that's going to happen. The Colonel up, he says, it's the Colonel Sanders. Evening all. He said, I think we, we could be good enough for eight or ninth at best, and but that's progress, which it is, Paul. He's got one question. With Boris announcing a lockdown, he's put in brackets, likely to march. It looks unlikely that there will be crowds at games this season. Mid-Feb, by the way, not March. Well, no, yeah, all right. Well, he's put in brackets, likely. That's why I said it, mouth. Yeah, it looks unlikely there'll be crowds against the season, blah, 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 blah. Therefore, do you know when we might have to decide on 21-22 season ticket renewals? Will prices stay the same? And now will the option-free season ticket credit work? Well, who knows at the moment? I don't think they've even talked about it or planned it. Well, basically, if you paid, you took option three, you've paid all the money. At the end of the season, you'd have had it all back, and then they'll probably announce. I I can't see them putting prices up. Right. Let let, let me look. Here's one for Hammers News. Go on. What will happen is they gave you 10% extra on the club cash. Yeah. They raise prices next year by 10%. So those who took the club cash and the extra 10% will get their season ticket for free. And those Can I just point who did out, will have to pay an extra how? 10%. Please don't say it's for free, Sean. It's not free. You've already bought it's it. You paid pay for money. it. Yeah, I know you know what I mean. Buy credit. What do you think of that conspiracy theory? Do you like it? I don't Is think it worthy of I, I, I don't think they even they would, would be so stupid as to put prices up by 10%. You heard it here first. Eyes, eyes, eyes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Mark Hallin, he says, evening, gents. Happy New Year. It's too early to talk about Europe, in his opinion, but we are talking about West Ham. Some of our recent performances put my feet firmly back on the ground. He thinks we can do better than 10th, though. We need to start being more clinical in front of goal if we want to climb the table. 
We need a new striker to help us. Salah's not the man for us. Much better season than what we've been used to. Blimey's wrote an article here. Uh, you should write for West Ham till I die, Mark. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Alan's not the man. But I think we've been extremely unlucky with some of the results as well. And we've had some real lacklustre performances, and but still managed to pick up points, like the Everton game. I think the lack of fans has played a part in this game. Uh, the game against the uh, against Tottenham, I can't say that word, Mark, because Sean will tell me off, being a perfect example, 3-0 down at half-time, but he got booed off the pitch. And 3-0 down with eight minutes to go, a lot of the fans would have already left the ground. Just think we need to take this strange season for what it is and get what we can from it. And hope when fans return, we're stronger in depth. And hopefully the board will have fucked off. Uh, but he won't hold his breath on that one. Nicholas Harvey, evening gents. Wishing you all happy new year. Blah, 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 blah. Now I hope we're going to be replacing the great cheese de pate with one on potato salad in recognition of the great... To- I don't know where he does it. He's got all the right squiggles above the names right. Thomas Suchek. Maybe he can't paste it. I don't know. Uh, personally... It won't be from Claret and Hugh, though. No. But I doubt if they could sell. No. They, they probably can't even spell potato over there. Oh, um, Personally, he's not. I know he's not listening. Uh, no, you can tell. Can't you? <laughs> with an e, with an e, or without an e. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, personally, I'm not sure about pickled vegetables and gherkins, so I'd stay stick with more p- traditional British. But what's he talking about? Pickled vegetables and gherkins. Oh, I love gherkin. Oh, I don't mind a gherkin. You know what we call a gherkin? Sure. Wally. Ah, oh, you beat me to Sorry. Sorry, Nigel. <laughs> See, we're so in tune. <laughs> not, not only a pickled gherkin, but I love a pickled, proper, mature pickled onion. A mature one? A mature oh, pickled yeah. onion. Well, Dad, Dad, you mature it. Well, you, you just leave it in there for like five years. It's fucking pickled. Yeah, I know. Be fucking mature. You've got a mature. A drunken buy... onion. That was the lead singer of Ultravox, wasn't it? You can buy mature pickled onions. Look it up. All right. If you say so. All right. What are you having for dinner tonight, Sean? Let's see how your diet's going. Come on, tell us the truth. What are you having? I was going to have chicken fajitas. Very a bit late for that, isn't it? What do you mean? You'll be up all night with the heartburn. Well, I'll be cooking it very sort of um, like in one of those um, pans, what they call with the grid- griddle on. Um, griddle pan. Griddle pan without any of the extra sauce, etc. Literally chicken, peppers, no cheese in, in a wrap. And that's, that's you know, so I'm, I've got your, your vegetables, you've got your protein, uh, there's a little bit of carbohydrates, obviously, in the the um, the in the wrap in the wrap, but but you know, I think I think yeah, not bad, not bad start, yeah. Sean, not bad start. Yeah. Oh, I had a crab oh, salad, in right? <laughs> In fact, I meant to send you, and I'll send it to you now. I had this lovely crab salad, um, on my, um yesterday, um, because I was going to tell you that I am going to slim down to get my picture down. Um, oh yeah. Um, it was a whole crab, chroma crab, um, with, uh, with the, um... How do you like come on chroma? 
because it said so on the packet. What did the crab go? The crab didn't know that, oh, did, right, it? Mate, did it? <laughs> I've, I've just sent it to you. A chroma crab, dress crab with avocado. Um, transgender, if it wears a dress in. Some uh, uh, pears. I cut some pears in it with some uh, lettuce, some tomatoes, and some cucumber. There you go. Oh, yeah, I don't need crab, mate. Oh, with, with some onion as well. Lovely. Uh, uh, red onion, of course. Of course. That's the weird onion. Question time. Don't want any mature onions with that. Sean, this is Nicholas. He says, tell me Moyes not really thinking of bringing back Arnautovic. No. No. Someone made it up for hits to, you know. Len? Give a bit of value. What? If not Justin King, who do we buy in January to give us some pace and strength up Who's Justin King? All right. Whatever his name is. Josh 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 King. King. Uh, for when Antonio's hamstring goes again. Who? Yeah, what do you think? Um, I don't, it's a really good question. I'm wondering that myself. In the past, there have been a couple of players that I thought would be good for us who probably pitched themselves a bit high. I'm thinking Lacazette. I don't think it's quite good enough for Arsenal. I don't think that Magnuson fell, if that was his name, was good enough for Tottenham. But I thought they could have done a job for us. And I don't really know anyone at that level now. And I've noticed since, since lockdown, uh, now the games are um, uh, on individually, we, we, like we're seeing the players. I'm not really I'm not taking much notice of other teams' players. Um, so I don't know the answer. Well, um, I know the type of player I want, which is kind of I've uh, another Arnautovic type character. A Dharma uh, Traore from Wolves. That that that's the type, isn't it? Mm, that's the one. How is he so that people have mentioned him a lot this week? Is he becoming available? Or I don't he, understand. He, dropped, he was. Hmm. That's interesting because... Um, he don't really score a lot of goals, though. No, he don't. But could... So I'm wondering if that's... Who else could could fit in there? Do you think Ben, ben Rama should ever go up there? I mean, if he can hold on to the ball... Well, do you know what? Watching him against Everton, he reminded me a lot of Aaron Lennon. Yeah, Aaron, lightweight. Yeah, good on the ball. But the the last... Final. final thing mm. never always went right. It was like one good cross out of five or one good ball out of five he puts through. The other four get cut out or get swallowed up by the defenders in front of him or he loses the ball. What about that Dex, that bony player from a couple of seasons ago that had a good... What, Wood? No, the other guy. Um, Something like Jay Rodriguez. He's back at Burnley, thinking. isn't he? Mm. He's from Burnley as well, I think. Is he? Yeah, I think that's why he's been I, back. I'm putting names out of there, really. I'm just sort of... Um, I, what I am thinking of, I don't really want another sort of... I don't want you don't, to, to spend big on someone unproven like Halaire again. Mm. I'm hoping them days are gone. The problem you've got is when you set up the way we do, there's not that many people out there. No. For you to pick from. Who would, from yesteryear, what type of player do you think would have done that well? Nolan? Or 
No, he probably wouldn't have. Jimmy Greaves. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Don't know. No. Dave Swindler. Pop Robson. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Clark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we should move I on. I love Swindlers, but then again, I remember him at Palace uh, as a kid. We used to watch a bit of Palace, and uh, he, he was great for them team in the eights. Nigel, he says, mm. would you have dropped Lanzini for the Everton after his picture partying? Yes, I would have done, actually. Yeah. And Nicholas's New Year's resolution is holding out, Sean. No claret and spew. Oh, well done. Brady outs. Tell you what, Brady out. Oh, here we go. Record numbers. Yeah. Record numbers. Record numbers. Do you know what? Because everybody comes to us when the transfer window starts. So, you know. And since you just heard, he's got nothing. Got nothing. We, we do deny stuff as well as. But as you just heard, he can drag it out. <laughs> and claret and you will. Drag it out. Yeah. They'll do the usual trick. Look at this newspaper said this. Then they'll print quickly. Spokes of this. This is not right. It's wrong. It ain't going to happen. Two stories in one. Bang. Sometimes three. There you Sometimes go. Three. Sometimes three. Ian Gravitt, he says, Happy New Year, you awesome lot. He was getting a bit nervy after drawing a few times and thought I'd risk watching the Everton game. We could have watched a film like Sean. Uh, couldn't believe the amount of decisions they got as the game wore on. I thought they'd get a big decision about a minute ago, but no. All the co-commentators were talking about was how crap Everton were, not how we'd gone up there with their talented players and turned them over. It's funny, Ad. I, I have noticed that. I'm not one for conspiracy theories. But it does seem that when we win at the moment, that the, the people say how bad the other team played, not how well we do. Mm. I have noticed that. That is down to us, isn't it, really, at mm. the end of the day? Next up is Darren O'Grady. Hello, Darren. Well, Happy New Year, gents. It's his long-time listener, first-time question. He's a lifelong hammer from Kent. There's a lot there. Yeah. Oh, but they're the ones who started this new UK strain, aren't they? Hold up a minute, Shep. But he now lives in Vancouver. All oh, right. Okay. Wow. Okay. Not his fault, then. That's where they found the head of. Um, who was the guitar uh, lead singer of Kurt Cobain, wasn't it? That's where they found his head. Vancouver. Uh, what do you mean? That's where they found his well, head. Sure, always in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> what did it go away to Vancouver? Well, the gun that he used, I think it did. Um, it was a joke, people. For your writing, okay. I'll have I'll have the Nirvana fans on me back now, threatening to take their jingles away. Um, as much as I'd love to see us <laughs> back in here, uh, let it go. I'm like a dog with a bone, as Sean would say. As much as I'd love to see us back in Europe, he said. Last time we got there, we didn't exactly give a good account of ourselves. Always seems to be the way with the teams that push for the European spot. They instantly struggle with the extra fixture congestion and our injury record is far from great. Do you think if we did manage to finish qualifying, it would attract more investment or even better new owners who see the potential of our beloved club? Either way, we need to continue with quality recruitment whilst allowing the youth through where possible. I'll answer that quickly. 
if we qualify for Europe, I think we will struggle with the extra fixtures. Um, of course, one way to sort that out is to get knocked out early, as we seem to manage to do. And I don't think we're at the tracks more investment or even better owners, sadly. Sean? What? It's your mate. We're going to narrow it down. Oh, so many. Well, Gary yeah. Print? No, Flow Rider. Oh, Flow Rider, yeah. <laughs> he does like you. Uh, Happy New Year, gentlemen. He keeps blowing smoke up your ass on West Ham till I die. I just thought I'd tell you that as well. Does he? He does. He does. Yeah, I think he knows he winds me up. That's uh, <laughs> 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 a good enough reason. Yeah, well, Happy New Year, gentlemen. He says, Per your question, it's absolutely too soon to be discussing such things as possible European qualification. He's happy with 10th, but the start of the season has raised expectations. Would hope for 7th with some luck. When you know and truly understand this club's history, then proper supporters know to follow the cliche, don't count your chickens before they hatch. I hope they continue to play solid football, keep a strong spine situation, seeing that towards the end of March, we could push on for bigger and better. He says, on a personal note, I hope you are all returning safe and healthy this year. I've really enjoyed this podcast and long may it continue. And he's put in brackets, yes, you too, Nigel. Yeah. Ah, oh, see, he does yeah, like he that. He says that. He's just, yeah, he just types it. Yeah, just types it. Doesn't mean it. That type of thing I'd do. Um, <laughs> Michael Levy Jr., someone I do like. Leave him am, the am, am I still an arch- <laughs> What? Am I still an archvision on West Ham till I die or, or not? A what? An archvillain. An archvillain. Well, you're more hunchback at the moment, and you had the weight you're carrying. But I mean, I don't know about that. Stick your head on there, see what they say. Yeah, shall I put my head? Up? Maybe I should write an article. <laughs> write an article, but can I just point out, not on a Thursday, yeah? Not on a Thursday. No. I write an article because if it's uh, Thursday, that's mine. Can I write my annual article? How we haven't got any money in the transfer? Why not? I tell you, that'll go down a storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People on better. Can't wait to read it. Uh, anyway, you've interrupted my mate Michael, the soul singing superstar on North Tenerife. He says he's leaving it late tonight, chaps. Starting to think we didn't have a pod to look forward to. Well, that's because when I go to work, no one steps up to the plate, Mike. He hasn't got a question because I'm sure transfer rumours will be discussed anyway. Happy New Year. There you go. Short and sweet. Benjamin Harshaw. Harshaw. He says, Happy New Year, fellas. It'd be fitting for West Ham to enter Europe just as the rest of the UK leaves. Tenth is obviously great progress on last season, and that's without many additions. So I'd have bitten your hand off for that at the start of the season. Uh, I feel this year is an opportunity to finish between 10th to 7th. Steve Lyons. Nothing football-related to speak about apart from a decent return of points. Big thanks to Len for opening me up to a whole new world of still and bacon and Brussels for my Xmas lunch. That was Sean thing. I don't have mm, that. No, I don't do that. I've never been a fan, but I think it's a Zed game changer. He's officially a fan. Happy New Year to you all. Yeah. Even Sean. Uh, he, had, he had still, well, yeah, he's going to be more upset that it was my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the blue Stilton with um, bacon bits or pancetta and uh, oh, that them sort of days for you. They that's cut out, mate. Sean. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, no pancetta and uh, blue Stilton for me anymore. Well, yeah, not next Christmas. That's, that character's getting bigger. It's not getting smaller. Lee Pevers. Hello, Lee. We might see Europe at the London Stadium one day, and I hope they play Final Countdown. I'll tell you what, Lee. I'm not sure they're still going on. Well, I listen. Yeah, they are. They got back together a few years back. Mm-hmm. I saw them at uh, Rival Sons gig at the, the Roundhouse. They were in the, the crowd. They was doing an interview with, I think it was Kerrang. You could not pay me to watch them again. My God, that is the I'm worst band up. I've ever seen live. 1979. Where were they filmed, Nigel? Sweden. Stockholm. That's right, Sweden. Yeah. I know, I've been to see them, Sean. What, in Sweden? No, in Hammersmith. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> At the Hammersmith Odeon, the show me age. I think, bit, um, I think he's had his name played uh, four times since then. Heavy metal, or have I got well, that wrong? No, they're hard rock. I wouldn't even oh, call they? them hard. Glam metal, maybe. Yeah, they were like... Yeah, yeah. They're, they're balding on it. They're just hair band. That's hair what they rock. are, hair rock. You know, like Motley Crue. I'll tell you, it gash as well. Look, don't compare Motley Crue to fucking Europe. Oh, please. They're both the same. And Kiss. No, I'm not Motley. Another band, Kiss. Oh, my God, they were awful. Granted, that was without the makeup when they were playing without the makeup. I saw them, but I just didn't get what people were raging about them. Status quo, on the other hand, absolutely brilliant. Used to be great at Christmas, you know, status quo. Yeah, that was good. Alex Monte, do, do you like Darkness? Uh, I don't like them either. They do, well, obviously, I didn't do it this year. We'll always see them Christmas. That's a good gig. Cutler, cutler, their songs are all right. Ah, oh, that fucking Permission Land's a great album. Um, yeah. In fact, they did themselves a bit of a disservice by releasing like, the songs that they did off it because Stuck in a Rat and, and there's some great tracks on that album. Still, it's not music podcast. The funny thing he did, type the band, one of the first bands I saw live was uh, Def Leppard. When they brought out, fucking hell. you see, you say these things about the bands that you don't like. I know, but the thing is, I went for, so I went to see Def Leppard, and I just watched the drummer. Yeah, well, I mean, they'd done, done another four albums before he lost his heart. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They didn't get a good. Um, they were better received in the states. Yeah, and until hysteria. Know, yeah, well, yeah, they. I mean, they got a bit of paramania. Got them a bit of um, a bit more credit over there, but you had to wait six or seven years of hysteria, didn't you? I'm exaggerating Eight or seven a bit. Hysteria, but, yeah. But I think the I think we had to wait five. I think the last album was eighty three. I think eighty four. Yeah, I was reading about it today. That it took them four years, and mm. we well, didn't help the drummer losing their arm. And well, he left it in the car, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Been a bit out of order today. Yeah, you were. We exited the sunroof and the arm didn't. Yeah. There goes another theme tune. Yeah. Yeah, we might be allowed to pour some sugar over me. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) 
another uh, another Greek friend, old Theo. Uh, Theo, you're gonna have to help me out though. How you say your name? But don't worry, because the other two had two as well. Uh, I think it's called aphionitis, which sounds like a problem you get with your foot. But anyway, welcome, Theo. Happy New Year's. Thanks for reading my comment last week, and I appreciate your support, Nigel. You're welcome. The resolution's going well. It said, enough waffle. We do need to look up, not down. I don't see why we can't go for Europe. If a Haller pulls his finger out and Mickey's hamstrings don't blow up. Uh, he's got a question. It's a two-parter for Sean. Go on. What's the board's current valuation for rice? 80 mil. Hmm. I, I would... Look, I, I, I think 80 mil would probably do it. But if you ask them outright, and who are you? Are you Chelsea or are you Man United? Tell me who you are. Who are you? Who's asking? I don't know. Theo's asking. Theo. Who? Yeah, but who who's he asking on behalf of? Okay, let's let's say we're Chelsea. Hundred mil. And Man United. You can't just drop twenty mil, can you? Like it's, <laughs> like it's like a fucking some kind of. Oh, we just knock twenty mil off for you. If, I if it's Man Chelsea, United, then I'd buy him for eighty mil and sell him to Chelsea for ninety. Let's right, if it, it's a hundred million, I know if if it needs a, as um Moises said, a world-class or a Bank of England fee. Technically, if they're asked, we want 100. Well, technically, if you're asked, you got told he's not for sale uh, at any price. But when we get past that bollocks, the starting negotiation is 100 mil. And they go, oh, no, we give you 70. And you go, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, make it 90. And they go, we we'll give you 75, and they go, oh, and we go, no, still 90, and they go, all right, we'll give you 80, and they go, all right, then we'll take it. But he ain't going. He ain't going this winter. All right, the second question, he said, was the most exciting player of academy is the striker, Odi Beku. Forgive me. Oh, really? That's news to me. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Uh, any update on his place in more short-term plans? Well, not for me and Nigel, is not. <laughs> Sean, I think he might. He might get a little uh, tickle uh, uh, for the Stockport squad. Mm, tickle, you tell me. A little tickle. Tickle, you say. A little tickle. Let's hope you're right. Let's hope a star is born that night. We'll see. Uh, next up is Gary Stevens. Now I'll answer this. Not the Gary Stevens. I don't know if it's the Everton one or the Spurs one. There was like a load of them at one point, weren't there? Um, there was, but I don't want to click on his picture because then it really jumbles up all the all the all the like comments. Um, he says, "Am I the only one who can't fathom out why Ben Rama isn't played on the left with four nails in the number ten role? Seems logical, doesn't it? Brady out. Um, it's not Brady logical out. to out. me, Gary. Is it logical to you?" Uh, I noticed on the, um, it's not logical to me, and I don't, I didn't want it, but I did notice on the Everton game, he seems to play a better pass from the left of his left foot. Um, um, but it's still early days to, to say so. I'd like him number ten, sort of, and just the number ten. Um, 
But look, you know, I see little glimpses of good stuff on the left, so maybe he's right. But I don't think any of us have seen enough of him yet. I mean, I I, I pay particular attention to him at Brentford, and I got Brentford mates, and no one's rating, no one's really sort of going on about him. How long was he there for? So I think a couple of years, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But um, he's got to learn something from Moyes, from the coach. He needs more coaching. He needs he needs to improve the skills he has on the ball. Is not enough at this level. Uh, because off the ball, he's got nothing, zero. Yeah. So what you're doing is comparing him with Masuaka, that off the ball has got something, it's not great. Masuaka's a wizard on the ball. I don't care what anyone says. So currently, Masuaka is a better player in every position than Ben Rama. I know the kids ain't going to like that. Unfortunately, it's true. So he needs to learn some new stuff. He needs to improve his play off the ball. Um, Everyone needs to improve their work rate. That's always, always um, necessary. Uh, and it needs to be a better passer and an all-round better player. And then, then we've got a good player. Uh, then we've got a £50 million player, hopefully. But that's what he's here to do. He's not the finished article by long chalk. Mm. Chris Murphy. Uh, has Sean done research on boxers since his comment on Joshua Rice and Joshua Trainer? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that. Who is you, you, you called Floyd Mayweather Jr. Joshua's trader in a tweet? I yeah, did laugh I at did, that. I said, Some other bloke, I don't know. And that was a reply. I don't watch boxing. I don't even really know who AJ is. I know Frank Bruno. I know Mike Tyson. Right? I probably would. Uh, I probably would recognise Tyson Fury, but I just don't. I'm not into boxing. It's like me showing you darts. I'm not into darts. If you uh, this guy who's was the rugby player that Declan Rice is so barmy about Price, is it Price? Someone Price just won the world title. If you show me a picture of him, I'll go. I don't know who it is. So when I saw a picture of AJ with Rice and some other guy, I wrote originally. You know, here's Rice with AJ and some random bloke. And then I, I think I, in one of the replies, I said his trainer. I don't know. Who is he anyway? Who's May Fairweather? Floyd Mayweather. He's yeah. probably the greatest pound-for-pound boxer in the last 20 years. What what weight is he? Uh, he was middleweight. Was he? Is he I, I think he fought at a few other weights. Mayweather. Mayweather fought a few other weights. I thought it was like a five weight. Yeah, it didn't. Sometimes. Oh, we got Charlie yeah, joining Charlie in. Charlie's watching the football. Yeah. Um, oh, he's chipped. Four, five. Yeah, I think he won. What's the one with the list? I know that at Box, who's a West Ham fan. Chris Eubank. No, that is not a West Ham fan, is he? <laughs> he's a Brighton fan, surely. <laughs> who's the West oh, Ham Oh, Nigel fan? Ben. Nigel Ben, you mean? Nigel Ben, yeah. Paul Wince's cousin. Um, there you go. That's something I didn't know. Frank Bruno's a hammer, isn't he? Yeah. What other West? I designed his family coat of arms, Frank Bruno. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Was that the um? <laughs> when you say the family, he when he fought at Wembley, when he won the world title, he brought out a range because I had the hat, and um, 
Oh, that would make sense. No, 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 no. This was when after he retired. Oh, was it? Oh, right. it's just this before he had this little breakdown. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I used to love Frank. I used to go and yeah, I school. He's a lovely fellow. Sit yeah. at the on, in in the Royal Oak. Used to be able to creep upstairs at the back, knock on the door, peer round, Terry Lawless or, or, or um, Dark was the was the trainer. And you go, all right, sit at the back, mate. Just watch them train. They'd go, yeah, you're all right. As long as TV cameras weren't there, you could sit at the back and you're watching the Mark Kayla, Jim McDonald. He had a great – Mark Kayla. had some great boxers there. And we, we, we'd bunk off school, me and another kid, and just sit at the back in the – um. And yeah, Bruno used to be funny because he used to drive a convertible Mercedes and blare out Pavarotti. So you'd be standing on the barking road, you'd hear this like opera music, and you'd look around, it'd be Bruno driving down the barking road. See, out of towners don't get that, do they? No. <laughs> it's not a boxing no, podcast. Yeah, Lennox Lewis, he's a West Ham fan, isn't he? That was oh, he's a fuck. I'm sure he was. Well, no, what yeah, he well, is, well, he's a he from West Ham. He, yeah, he was brought up in Forest Gate. Actually, it was sad news, actually, recently. Lennox's um, stepfather, um, who looked after him before he went to Canada and joined his mum, Rupert, and Rupert died, I think, in September of COVID. And the reason why it's sad as well is, which I was a bit disappointed, Rupert actually worked for West Ham as well, football club Ah. under Harry Redknapp. He was a little black bloke, used to see bopping about, and he was... Um, a masseuse, but the club got in him, and he used to do it down near West Ham steam baths. And um, yeah, I'm not sure Lennox was a West Ham fan. He was born in West Ham. Well, he was born in Forest Gate, yeah, which is West Ham. Well, no, it says it's yeah. yeah. And when he oh, came back to be a pro, he obviously won the gold medal for Canada in the '88 Olympics, beating Riddick Bow. And then when he came back, uh, he. he did go to the training ground. If you remember, he had his photo done. Mm. It would have been 93, 94. I remember being at the game where he paraded round with a scarf. Yes. Yeah. What game was it? I can't remember what game it was. It was, it was, it was around 93, I think. Yeah, I think we... It just come back to this country second. to launch it. Said, it said he moved to uh, Canada when he was 12. Yes. So, you know, up to the first 12 years of his life, he spent in the East End and, you know, is all, so if we could get him on the, um, propaganda, would he be a towner or an outer towner? Bob Burf, he gets in. Does he? Even though he's got to ask, he's got to ask the the difficult questions and we're not going to shy away of it because he's the everweight (laughs) champion of the world. Not that we'd ever get him. (laughs) Yeah, that is a good point. He spent a lot of his time in Canardia. And we've seen what happens to people when they spend too much time there. They want their jingles back. <laughs> anyway, we move on. Yeah. Oh, Harry Demon. Uh, he said, it takes tenth. Anything above is a bonus. It makes sense why the fans want more. That ball promises, blah, blah, blah. But I think it'd be out of order to call for Moyes' head if we don't get top eight. I think a few fans are pushing for this to try and convince certain players to stay. He said, seen a few go mad after the Brighton and Southampton games, even a few on or, or the Twitter sphere. Moy's out. 
But after the evident result, are you happy with five points in three games in under a week? I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. if we'd have beat Brighton and drawn against Southampton away and Everton away, people would have loved it. Hmm. Uh, he thought, I think we've done well not to lose any of the three, especially with the small squad we have done very well in rotating to not to slip into an injury crisis. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and Happy Lockdown. Yes. I mean, it is funny that, you know, you know, the only game we've lost recently, we had fans in the ground. Yeah, and it was Man United. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, Nigel, I know you did ask a question about Europe and everyone's saying, I'll take Tev, this, that and never. Listen, there's a cup competition coming up, the FA well, Cup. yes. And we're a tough team to beat. All we want is a run just to get to a semi, that's all. Okay, we want to win it when we're there. Okay, and I know the fans ain't going to be there, but there's nothing that beats a cup run because it brings out the no, best of you, the fan, it's the belief. The finals at the end of the May, mate. You know, yeah. those of us over 50, we're in on level nine for the jab. So hopefully by May, we'd have had the old vaccine. Hey, 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 I'm, I'm group six, mate. Are you group six? Well, look, anyway, I'm group nine, but anyway. Group nine, there's only 10 groups. Yeah. Well, actually, there's only, there's only nine groups, actually. Nine groups, nine group nine. Yeah, but yeah and ten, the tenth group is everyone else. I was yeah. disappointed to make group nine because it means you're old, <laughs> frankly. But anyway, you know, I might have my vaccine and I'll be able to go to the final. Yeah. So, don't, yeah. you know. Well, actually, you say that, and I know it's not COVID podcast, but um, I will send you. There's a calculator. You put in your age and you put in your any medical ailments you may oh, have, right? Yeah. And and whether you work for, you know, what profession you do, and then it calculates when you might get the um, vaccine. Because they've worked out, right, they can do about a million vaccinations a week, right? Mm. Now, again, pretty boring. There's probably about 40 million uh, people over yeah. 18. I made okay. it about 35, but we'll go 40. All right, 40, 35. I won't split hairs. But everybody's got to have two vaccinations. Yeah. So if you're doing a million a week, right, let's give your figure, 70. It's going to take a year and a half yeah. to vaccinate everybody. Yeah. Um, if we go 40 and it's 80, then 80 million vaccinations, that's going to take some time. Uh, you know, it's it's near getting on for two years or a year and three quarters. It's going to take the year to vaccinate everyone. I think. I think no, we'll step it, it up to it, more than a, thing, a million, right? Um, is is a funny thing. Well, it's not very funny. They don't know how long it may last. So if it only lasts a year, <laughs> and it takes two years to vaccinate everyone, oh, that's why yeah. they've got to step it up, Sean. Yeah, I'm surprised have. the government haven't contacted you and like set up redeployment. Well, you know, I, uh, well, you know, we 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 will be doing that. Yeah, bit. That's, okay, that's really interesting. Stuart Ling, uh, he says it's like ring, but with an L. Uh, it's a small codder, Ling. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like don't fish podcast. Can I, can I do you a joke? Can I do a joke? Oh, go on then. England has officially had more national lockdowns, three, than Sheffield United has points, two. Oh. Well done. Um, when, he, when he rings, 
your doorbell is the Ling doorbell. It's wide open this season, he says. The team spirit is definitely there, so why not? I think he's talking about going to Europe. It's the only injuries to keep from formers that worry him in terms of pushing on. Brady out. Brady out. Anthony Brand. Uh, given our current squad depth and assuming we don't go crazy in the transfer window, I think top 10 will be a decent finish. Brady out. Brady out. Good player, Anthony Brand for West Brom. Matt Kemp. From Spandau Ballet says, Evening, gents. Question for Sean and relates to my question last week. Is Arnie on the radar? No. No. There you go. Latest rumours suggest we may try and get in on loan. Ain't happening. The player reported. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? The, 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 all right. So, look. I was getting. Which, I was Moyes, nearly there, you know. I was nearly there getting. Moyes. Moyes probably would like Anto, uh, uh, Anatovic back. Would, An, would Anatovic be. Uh, just wanting to be a bit part player and a backup striker. No, right? He'd want to be started ahead of Antonio Hendervillier. And some people say, "Well, who cares?" But as I said earlier, the real thing is not whether West Ham would want him. He's on two hundred and eighty grand a week in China with a year left in his contract. Money is his god. Do you think he's going to join us for a hundred and fifteen grand a week? We're not giving him that much. Well, even, all right, it's 100 grand a week, 80 grand a week. The answer is... No, no, we're not. Now, listen, we're not going to pay that amount of money for a sub. No, we're not. It's not, no, it's no, not, no. It's not just, even... We're just in... to rationalise it before Yeah, you go, didn't need to, to Put me. it to bed, put it to bed. It's just, he's too expensive. His wage demands are too expensive. And he's not one of those people who's going to come and play for the badge. No. End of story. No, move on. No, oh, move on. So, sorry, Matt. Get back to your music writing. Steve Booker, sorry, next up, he says, Evening, fellas. Europe's a bit ambitious. Anything 7 to 10 will be decent for us. He's got a question for Sean, but we've answered this, really. Uh, we're looking transfer business-wise. We're not a lot. Uh, but I ain't going to fight the Sean because we'll be here for another 10 minutes. Also, what in who, in your opinions, should take the penalties while, while Mark Noble's only a bit part player. Suchek. <laughs> it's a good question, isn't it? Um, yeah. We haven't had that many penalties, have we? And we haven't had any red cards. I've probably just jinxed to saying that. Um, I'd say Creswell, to be honest. Would you? Yeah. Why not Declan Rice? Who who is who has who have you seen take penalties beyond uh <laughs> Well, at the Everton game, Creswell took one. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. Mind you, everyone took one. The goalkeeper even had to take one, so everyone must have took one. Didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure Creswell used to take him for Ripswich. I might be wrong. Ah, do you know who the secondary penalty taker is, of course? Antonio? Yes, Antonio. But I'm assuming he's out. Well, he's back, isn't he? Yeah, I I'll guess give so. It a holler. Would you? Give him some confidence. Yeah, true. Yeah. He's played every game. Hala. Who they reckon uh, is in third place is Yarmolenko if he's on the pitch. Apparently, yeah, that makes sense. He's yeah. a penalty taker, apparently. Yeah, he is. For Ukraine. Hmm. There you go. All right. 
We've got a number of oh, We've got plenty of plenty of takers. We've saved the best till last. Go on, then. Have a look. What about Twitter? Yeah, that's what, we, that's what I said. Are we on Twitter? Well, Are we not at Dutsy this week? We must be on another holiday. Who? Dodsey. Um, no. Has Dodsey not said anything? Or was I bet he has. Let's have a look. That don't sound right. It don't, does it? Let's guess log on. Hang on. Hang oh, on. Have I saved it again where you've missed hang it? On, hang on. Hey, yeah, he's there. Is look. He? Oh, my answer is you do. Hold up. As of a COVID 19 since Boxing Day, I will keep this short as it feels like shit. See? That's a. We're a caring podcast. I know. Well, I've saved Nigel again from a little no bit doubt. of... Uh... We're caring because he said he had COVID last time. And I was a little bit concerned. Oh, yeah, I don't know why it didn't come up. Sorry about that. I'll write my answers. I'll, hold up. I'll write my answers. I've had COVID-19 this boxing day. I'll keep this short and I'll feel like shit. And last one, going to oh, be... Come on in. You're going to have to talk normally. Dish water. However, not It's him. ditch water. It's not dish water. Dull as ditch water. Yeah, but he's not... an out of town, so... Yeah, I suppose. We were... talk normally now. It's, it's, not it's, it's, it's what it's all about. And every... I don't know about and keeping it short. Everybody seemed to know what they had to do and did it methodical. And stopped having a going second. Oh, I don't know what you're saying. No one comes to that. I've got COVID, ain't my Why does he lose his accent when he's got COVID? Yeah. <laughs> right, you need the taste, doesn't it? Anyway, four more wins and we won't be relegated. How many points do you think it will keep us safe this year? <laughs> Do you think it will make sense? Nothing makes sense at the moment. In the January window, they sell D up and holler to free up some money to get in strikers, as always, Brady out. Brady out. Know? I've got no idea what you said. Uh, I'll translate for you, because obviously he's not feeling really well. He said, last four games, dull as a ditch water, as we pointed out. It's not a losing. It's not about losing. It's what it's all about. Uh, four wins and we won't be relegated. Do you think it would make sense in January to sell Diop and he's put Holler, obviously that's because he's got COVID, I think he meant Haller, and free up some money to get in two strikers? Two strikers? One of them's bound to be crap. No. Um, I, I, I wouldn't sell Diop, personally. Um you know, we've um, Belbrana, Bambrana even, and uh, Ogbonna are obviously getting on. I know that centre-backs can go on for a while. You know, you've got to remember, what is Diop 22? Is he 22 or is he 23? Yeah, I'm thinking 22, 23. Um, you know, he, he could be with us for a long time. Um, and I think he's proved to us he can be pretty decent. You know, Craig Dawson's not, is on loan and... You know, it's his swan song, to be honest. Was he 30, is he? 30, yeah. Well, what do centre-backs go on to? What what roughly do Billy they... Bonds went to 40. Yeah, you always say this, but let's talk about oh, the modern age. went to 40. All right, let's talk about the modern age. <laughs> right? How many 40-year-old centre-backs are there in the Premier League right now? Not many. Uh... Who's the oldest centre-back playing for a decent team? 
Van Dyke's 30 odd, isn't he? Is it, well, let's say, uh, it's 34, 33, yeah? Yeah. 35 even? Maybe. How, how old was, um, what's his name? The Man City guy when he retired last year. Company. No. Played for West Ham. Sabaletto. Oh. It was 35. I can't remember his name. 30, was he 35? Yeah, I believe so. Right back, so though. Right yeah, I know back. that. But you, you said centre-back, Sean. So we're racking yeah, up centre-backs and you throw our right yeah, back. I know that. But center, if anything, a right back's got to be a bit more pacey, hasn't he? Than a, a centre-back. Centre-back can afford to be a bit more leisurely, can't he? Well, yeah. Let's say 35. You're out, you know. Well, an hour's or Bonner. Dog Bonner. Dog Bonner. Oh. 31? I thought he was 32, but maybe. Anyway, my point is, look for the future. Yeah, he's 32. Oh, right. Uh, he's 33 this Peggy year. Peggy is 38. Is he? Yeah. Who's he played for? Sheffield United. <laughs> you did say decent. I did say decent. Let's find some more. There you go. Um, Belbrainer is 29. Um, So he's got a few more years in him. Mm. But Obona is probably playing the best football. I mean, I thought he was immense, by the way. Yeah, he's playing the best of his career. He's hammer of the year now for me. Yeah, without doubt. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Anyway, Ian Gravitt and Belinda both wished him, you know, get well soon. But more than just a podcast has put man up your top. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even have that saying in uh, um, a comment if I hadn't have, uh, saved you. No. Well done. Get well Actually, soon. Actually, more than just podcast then. Fair up your top. <laughs> anyway, anything left on Twitter or are we done? No, we haven't been to Twitter yet. You just started Twitter yet. <laughs> You're going to have to wait for your dinner. Oh, dear. That's not... That cheese will be back in that, that wrap now. Back in, in that stomach of that cow. Well, let's have a quick look while I'm waiting for you. That let's have a look at Super Six. How uh, no, how are you doing on Super Six? Your game? Oh, no, rubbish game. Stupid game, Mister One Nil. You're not doing very well, are you, Mister One Nil? Oh, I noticed you had a few One Nils yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, I still didn't get it right, though, did no, I? No. <laughs> oh dear. Oh look, I'm still in the top ten on two hundred points. Marathon, not nine. sprint. Let's see. Go all the way back. Oh, no. Let's go back. Oh, top 20. Nope. Still no Nigel. 21st place. Still no Nigel. Oh, there he is. 22nd place. Nigel Khan. How many points behind you am I? Uh, you are 18 points behind. Yeah. But each, each, each week, I pull a little bit more yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah. you scored eight points. How many points you did you got 11. Score? Oh, you did look, did you? Yeah, I did look. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you cursed me. I did. One uh, right. So next up on Twitter, it's Dan316043340. Not to be confused with Dan316043039. This is obviously the next Dan in the line. He says, good question this. Why don't we install the club style of play formation from the youngest teams to the first team? You didn't have a first-team coaching set-up with a director of football. You only need to replace managers and not the whole coaching team. Then you don't end up with such an unbalanced squad like we have, 
where Arthur and don't suit how we play a more chance of producing our own players. We used to do that under John Nile. Do we do it under Redknapp? Sort of, yes. Mm, Somewhat. Because Redknapp came in. When did it stop? It stopped for me um, when Redknapp went. Mm, That's what I'm thinking. But you couldn't put it down to... Um, I think the relegation of 2003 probably yeah. put a finish to yeah. it, to be fair, yeah. to, that, to that way yeah. of working. Yeah. And then it... And we, we've never been like it since, have no. we? No. I mean, there is a video YouTube of me on you on, on, on a West Ham chat show going years ago under Allardyce that we need to scrap it all and c- copy what Ajax do. And what Ajax do is exactly that. A way mm. of playing from the bottom upwards, and so I remember McGiven doing it under Lyle, where he virtually stopped as a player, Red didn't he? In seventy-seven, brought back in Peter Braybrook. He brought West Ham people in. That's right, um, yeah. or people that had come through the West Ham youth system. He brought back Roger Cross. Had, had, had been in. He brought. Uh, I think he brought. Morgan, the name Morgan as well. Oh, I think played for Cupiardo. Um, he brought a lot of top youth coaches in and we went through the purple patch, obviously under Tony Carr. Um, who had been at the club since 1980 as a youth coach, but was then made up to be head of youth. And it snowballed from there, didn't it? Mm. It's a good question. It's, it's a good policy. But we I don't think we've actually got one for the first team yet. I mean, we're only talking in the last 12 weeks, aren't we, with what we're seeing now? No, it, um, there it is, comes from the ownership because the ownership have to put yeah. that in place. The problem with that is, yeah. is that it's it means the owner has to be hands-off in player recruitment. So if you look at Liverpool, like Fenway Group, you can't imagine the Fenway group negotiating transfers. They would leave it to the ENR, wouldn't they, your chief executive or whatever. Um, mm. And Klopp will be the person with the scouts picking the players. And then it's it, it, you know, the, the chief executive will come in just to do the money side of it. To be fair, it needs like a show of its own debate in that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lincoln Hammer, Paul T. Uh, I do enjoy you on Twitter, Paul. I must admit. Yeah, I like Paul on Twitter. Level-headed, isn't he? You don't see that on there. You'll have to get him on. um, He doesn't want to do it. I've asked him. Does he not? I thought he'd be good at that, to be fair. So did I. That's why I asked him. (laughs) I mean, he's an out on out of town, but I mean. Yeah, but it'd be good to know. Yeah, up in Lincoln. His, yeah, his experience of out of township. Yeah. I just want to know if he's got six fingers. But anyway, happy new year from your ninth listener. <laughs> if no pounds for a striker, what do you think to Suchek being used there if injury problems persist? Oh, I'll see this question. He's shown right place, right time striker instinct. Would be in the Jekko mould. We would miss him in midfield, though. This is it. 
with missing in midfield. Yeah. Someone made a good, uh, gave a better. Yeah, my mate. Someone gave an alternative. What did he say? It was a good answer. Well, um, Roy uh, then said, not something he'd want to see. Very few players are affected playing that position. We've had a few over the years. Remember Ian Pierce pulling up front. Remember Anthony? Yeah, yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah. Listen, I remember Paul Wilton up front. I remember Les Seedy up front. Yeah, well, yeah, that Arsenal game. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> funny. <laughs> um, someone made a, someone suggested someone. That's it, Yarmolenko. Ah, oh, that would be my choice. Yeah. You still there, Sean? Yeah, of course. Oh, I, like I that, mean, mate. the thing with with doing that, which you know, we other managers have tried Antonio up front. He'd never scored. All of his goals go, yeah. came from the right wing, and it wasn't until Moyes turned up and put him up front that he started scoring. Mm. Um, I worked with a Reading fan who thought Antonio was awful. He must have had a torrid time there. Well, he was. He was at Sheffield. No, he was. I think he was at Wednesday as well, yeah. yeah. Forrest, we got him from. I mean, he's been a bat and some people thought it was awful. Doesn't look like it now, no. does he? Late bloomer and good coaching. Yeah. But uh, that, that is it on Twitter, though, basically. Okay. Um, predictions? Stockport. Um, I guess. Um, these are often tighter than they. I'll go one nil West Ham. I like Sean. Well, I'm, I, no, I got one nil last week. I don't think it'll be you tight. Did. I think it'll be four nil because it ain't Stockport are not a league team. They are non-league. No, I know that. But who are we going to have out? Well, yeah, but we should still get still four, go one nil West Ham. I like your thinking. Mm. Sean? Nigel? Sean, sorry? Uh, you've gone for 1-0. Um, yeah. I, I think we're going to do a bit better. I'm going to go for 3-0. Alec to score two of them. Mm, well. He's our top scorer on seven goals. I know. I think five are in the League Cup, though, aren't they? Yeah. Exactly. My point exactly. Right. That's it, isn't it? Well, we're waiting for you. You're the host. Yeah. Sorry. You switched off. Yeah, sorry. You you uh, let me ask you two's questions. We're at two hours twenty six. Um it seems rude not to go to two hours thirty. Um first of all, what's happened to your um Brief history of time, Nigel. Is that is that coming back at all? Uh, oh yeah, history? your West Ham history uh, videos. I, yes. I, I, well, with this lockdown, you start something and often well, don't finish up, it, mate. But the thing is, I have to earn a living. Yeah, I can't just work from home like you. Well, you could spend less time on um, um, Irons United on a Sunday night or whatever time you want, and, and do it then. That was an hour after a game. And when they right, do something second, for an hour, it is an hour, not three. Yeah. Second question. Go on. Uh, what's happened to your history podcast, boys? Uh, 
Well, we do propaganda now, but we can always oh, have a yeah, propaganda yeah. a certain year. So, so is it you just did three, and that's the end of the series? Or what do you mean? Well, you 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 chopped. We had Christmas. No, hang on. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. We had the challenge here. We're not behind schedule on, at all. Hang on, hang on, we're not talking about propaganda. I'm going to get to propaganda next. What's that with your history podcast? Is that going well, well, out the window? You know. No, we couldn't. Nigel has to get stuck in. You said, he doesn't want to do it off the cuff. You said you were going to do one on the Bond scheme. I do. would like to do one on the Bond scheme, yeah. We could have a propaganda at the Bond scheme now. We don't have to have propagandas at people. We can have a... So, we've had three episodes... Um, I'm following the theme now. We've had three episodes of propaganda. So far. So far. Is that is that? If you got bored of that, and you're moving. What's no, the next? No, he's got bored of that and can move on to the next thing. We no. need to get people to um, come on. I've got I've got to know on these breakaway podcasts. Are they just like pop up and they come up and they go down again, or are, are they or or have they got longevity in them? I just need to know. Why? Why do you need to know? Are they just whims? No, they're not. We're going to do another one. If I took off, you got a few guests in mind, I've, actually. I've got a few people have turned you down. No. Okay. Won't no names. Oh, uh, Paul did. Yeah. Lincoln Paul. Yeah. He didn't want to do it. Is that the poet? Uh, the others, I just haven't organised it. Yeah, you know. Did you ask Paul Turner? No. Yeah, did you ask Paul Turner? No. Oh, I thought you did. Ask Paul. I've got three lined up. I just have got to tell them when. Okay. Oh, right. Anyway, four. anyway we've, we've made it to two hours uh, and 30 minutes. So thank you for filling. I've been Sean. Uh, John is long gone because he's gone to fix his mum's boiler. Bless him. Uh, Len has been... Oh. Um, I've been here. And Nigel has been... Watching Liverpool. They're losing 1-0 still against Southampton. Oof. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.